constantly lost but always found never know where I'm going but that shuts me free Have a plan, I don't know my future. Fate is a beggar to me. I'd rather indulge in these dreams. And though I don't want to be so to the light that I seek but I'm blinded sometimes blinded sometimes blinded sometimes patiently awaiting the silence of the dark where it's not so lonely and I'm deeply somehow Today's guest, Liz Vega, with an original composition called Constantly Lost. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the enchanting... Liz Vega. Liz is an amazing artist out of Los Angeles, California. She's a multi-instrumentalist. She she uh, she's a Twitch streamer. She's actually a Twitch partner, uh, and she's just I mean like she just has incredible magnetism, and she doesn't take shit from anybody. And it, it's just hard to explain. I, I mean, not that hard to explain. She's just an incredible artist who has a wonderful appeal and 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 magnetism about her that uh, that is, is really unmatched that I've found on Twitch. She really is someone who stands out on her own in in a sea of of people who are doing a lot of the same shit. Uh, I, I feel like Liz does it the way Liz does it, and uh, it's very unique. 
and uh, and special. I, I really dig what Liz does, and I have nothing but respect for her and her music. You can find Liz at LizVegaMusic.com, L-I-Z-V-E-G-A Music.com. Go and get yourself some. She streams on Twitch whenever the fuck she feels like, which is another reason why I love her. So go and get yourself some Liz motherfucking Vega. Uh, Liz is coming up in just a moment, but first go to RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check out what she's got cooking up over there. She's got some stew. She's got some new music on the horizon she's going to be releasing. So go check her out. She's also streaming on Twitch on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and Saturdays at 7 p.m. for now. Uh, go check her out, twitch.tv slash Mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. Yes, that is correct. You can find us. The show has expanded to a video platform that is just going to knock your socks off, folks. Just knock your socks right off. Uh, you can come be a part of the conversation. Come ask questions. Come win prizes. Come see live music streams. You're just missing out on so much content. Uh, if you're a fan of, of the audio side of this show, then you're going to love the the twitch side of this thing the live interaction I, I think that's the best part is being able to hear from you guys directly it's just it's so fun and uh and i need a lot of help these days because my brain is you know how my brain works i i lose track of what i'm saying in the middle of a sentence so it, it's nice to have a little backup as well people in chat being like oh this is what you were talking about it's like oh yeah i'm just a stoner okay sweet moving on uh, <laughs> go check us out twitch.tv slash we speak english good come support your boy uh, you can also show support to the show by buying some merch we got merch folks we got t-shirts we got the pro wrestler Woo! shirt uh we got the mad mike emote shirt it's a cute little picture of me a little animated uh, uh, rendition of myself and of course we have the WSEG 80s retro throwback design that I created myself and I'm very proud of it and it's uh, it's one of the hot sellers but right behind the woo <laughs> uh, people like the woo shirt and I appreciate that either way I love it. Uh, keep keep getting some shirts, guys. Make sure you post your shirt and and you on our Facebook or our uh, TikTok, anywhere you can find us on social media on our Discord. Post a picture of you so we can see you kicking it in those fresh ass threads. Go to wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com to get your shirt or accessory today. You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, fucking Discord, the whole gambit. The, all the links are in the show notes. You can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or follow us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and on Twitch. Uh, you can also leave a review for the show. Now, this is something you could do that's absolutely free that uh, that that helps our show out tremendously go and give us a five star rating and leave us a, a written review and uh it just helps us to to be found in this weird uh podcasting jungle that uh that i'm still in um if you guys missed it we we hit a million one million plays 
Now that's one million total plays. So it's not like it's, uh, this is one million plays over six years. So nothing too crazy, but you know, it's something special. And we're gonna remember these moments when we're looking back and we got a billion plays, right? We can only hope. Anyways, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's just fun to see us that we have a million overall plays. And that's really weird to think about. But I, I really appreciate everything and, and, and all your guys' support over the years. And everyone who's been listening to the show. That I mean, it just it blows me away. So much love. And I, I very much appreciate that. All right, guys. Let's get on over to Liz Vega. Uh, I'm on vacation right now. So I'm recording this like a couple weeks ago <laughs> this is a couple weeks ago when i'm in my living room so uh i don't know what to say or who's on what and doing who so there's no promoting or advertising any upcoming things i know on may 30th we're gonna have a live music stream on the twitch channel so make sure you run over there subscribe it'll cost you a few dollars but remember all that money goes right back into the show and 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 help support the show and keep the lights on around here so okay folks my god my god did i have to yawn i did not have to yawn you know why i didn't have to yawn because i'm very excited to have on the most like just coolest person on twitch Besides my wife, Rain Mystique, of course. But the, but the second coolest person on Twitch, put your hands together for Liz Vega! Pew, pew, pew. quite an honor to have uh, a, a, a Twitch royalty on the show. I'm just this lowly streamer here and, and you've uh, you've reached down into the peasants to grace us with your presence. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, we're all peasants. <laughs> <laughs> we're all peasants among, amongst peasants. <laughs> it's a it's a weird platform like that though, isn't it? Like uh, you could be uh you could be like Twitch royalty and then outside of Twitch, you know, like you have like three followers on not you, but like you but this is something that I've noticed, especially when looking for guests, is that you can have like this huge following on Twitch and be partnered and do really well and then outside of Twitch, you know, like your your you know, your online footprint is quite small or at least can be small. And uh I don't know. It, it's a weird platform like that. Uh, how did you come into Twitch? Dude, I started about seven years ago. Um, I was doing video seven games. years ago. Yeah, well, I was doing music. I'm sorry, I was doing video games before I was doing music. So I started seven years ago with. I don't know if you remember the game Titanfall. <laughs> Not much okay, of a game. It was like this was like old when fucking Xbox One just came out. Ah. And so that game was out and uh, it was the first time that Xbox had, because I didn't have a computer back then. Mm -hmm. So because of the Xbox one, you were able to stream directly from a console. Oh. And so that's kind of how I started streaming was through a console first. Oh, okay. And then, so that was how I found Twitch and how I got into it. Um, but then, you know, what? video games, I just stopped playing video games, so. 
What was it still Justin TV then, or was it Twitch at that moment? No, it was it was Twitch. Yeah, it was Twitch. It was already Twitch. Yeah. yeah. So what what made you stop playing the video games? I mean, like, well, first of all, what made you want to come to Twitch as a gamer? I mean, like, well, well, because at the time I wasn't really doing anything. Like I was just playing video games. (laughs) Like I I was just doing that. That's all I'm doing, baby. I'm playing video games. (laughs) Smoking weed, playing video games. What's up? Exactly. And so when you think about when I thought about like what I was doing at the time and what didn't really take any effort for me to do and something I wanted to do, it was video games. So when I saw that you can make a living from it or, you know, start a career from something that I was already doing, like I was really excited about that because, you know, I, it wasn't really something that I was around or, you know, something that the people around me were doing. So, and it was, you know, relatively new. And unless you had a really good computer and you were set up, like you couldn't really stream. Yeah. And so it was just, you know, I I just saw I just saw a glimpse of a future that I can see myself doing and that's what made me start streaming. Mm. So you're like, I'm just I'm just like playing video games anyways, why not try to get paid for it? Pretty much <laughs> at the time, like cuz I was just not necessarily get paid for it, but just do something, you know, just do something with what I was doing right, as right. opposed to just staying in my room and playing and not going out or you know like i was i just saw an opportunity to do something else with it it what was that is that uh was that your uh younger years uh, a lot of staying in your room by yourself type thing you, were you yeah. not a uh, outgoing out I'm, i was a little outgoing but yeah. mainly just stayed in my room playing video games <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It's like if if it wasn't if I didn't find the guitar and music at the age that I did, I would have been the same thing. It's just sitting in my room playing video games. It's, yeah, it was just it. a way to, you know, focus on something. Yeah, and want to be good at it mm. and want to kill people. You know? <laughs> just want to murder environment. You know. <laughs> Well, there is something satisfying about shooting someone right in the face. It, on yeah, video there's game. a little, there's a little, you know, distinctive audio sound bite. It goes <laughs> ching ching. <laughs> and if you don't shoot it, you know, shoot the person in the head, um, then you know you don't get that little mm-hmm. click, that little beautiful audio sound. And I was very conditioned. So. Yes, yes, like Pavlov's those were my dog. goals. What's your goals? To just to get headshots all the time. <laughs> I just need to hear the ding. Just give it a ding. the ding. If yeah. I killed somebody without the ding, it just didn't feel right. You're right. No. So it was like just small little stupid goals like that with yeah. like video games that really kept me, you know, going. Of just like I just wanted to hear that sound. What did you? Uh, what were you? Uh, I mean, were you going to school or anything when you first started Twitch? Were you doing anything? I mean, because you said all I was doing was playing video games. I mean, I. Well, I, I I, I, I mean, like, that's all was, I'm seeing is Liz, like, unshowered and just like, ah, playing video games. Like, yeah, what, what, what were you in school? Were you doing other I, things? I was in community college at the time, and I had been doing theater. Oh, as sweet. Well. Yeah, I did theater a little, for about two years. And I really loved it. Like, it was the first It was the first time, like, I was on stage, and I was just like, this is fun. You know? Yeah, yeah, performance. And, um, yeah. So I was doing that, and... 
I was about to, you know, graduate from that and like move on because that was like graduate from that and then move on to a four year college. Mm. So but I ended up dropping out because I started streaming and I was like, this is what I want to do because I'm because at the beginning I thought I wanted to act. Mm -hmm. And so with streaming, I'm like, well, you know, I can stream and I can do that and I can. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That was so we speak English. Good. What an awesome guest. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Live on a mountain. Yeah. Live on a mountain. Thank you so much. Live on a mountain. Thank you so much for that. It was so terrifying. It pushed me off a mountain. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I I have you kind of I have you kind of up in the mix uh, because you're still a little low. I didn't want to keep. But uh, here. No, I'll I'll put it up a little bit. Hopefully it's not. Is that better? It is better. Okay. That is cool. Yeah. So maybe next time someone subs or an alert goes off, you won't be uh, pushed off a mountain there. My goodness. That was was quite intrusive. I need a parachute. How dare you live on a mountain and subscribe while Liz was talking? Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? No, keep subscribing, guys, please. (laughs) Uh, Live on a mountain. Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah. so you you decided that you decided to, to stop going to school to pursue oh, yeah, to, to pursue For video gaming. Games. It was a great conversation with my parents too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was gonna ask. Listen, listen. I like you're I, you're you're obviously Latina, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm a Latino. Um, yeah. I know how that shit goes. My my mom came here from Mexico, worked her ass off to be here, and then I'm like, I'm gonna be a musician. She's just like. What? You know, like, so I, I I don't know where you sit on all that with your parents. It's the stuff. same, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you know yeah, it's, it's, I think every first generation Mexican that is in the arts has that really <laughs> awkward conversation with their parents. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. they did come here from Mexico and the way they view success is very different from the way that we view success because we're born here. So we mm. see the opportunities and, we have we they came here so that we have that have that foundation that they never had. Right. So of course they were going to look at success through like education and like getting a good job and getting something steady. Yeah. You know, because in their head they're like, they just want us to be okay. Right. They just want us. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Looks like- <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, you're okay. Like full screen. <laughs> Yeah, my bad. I know that it's gonna be. I, I'm sorry. That was. I just threw that at you. Um. <laughs> Uh, is that, myself. I'm just getting scared. That, <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's just all of a sudden you, you all of a sudden all you see is you. It's like, hey, there I am. Uh, uh, where'd you go? Oh, I was talking to you. I was looking into your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right. You're right. Uh, before I disrupt or disrupted. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that's right. Interrupted. Uh, before I interrupted you with you, I uh, you were saying that. <laughs> Well, it's true. So it, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so meta. It's meta on meta. Uh, yeah, parents, especially immigrant parents who come over, they're coming over for a specific reason to give their family a, a, a leg up on something that they didn't have the opportunity for, uh, or, and 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 then for 
uh, you know, they, they work their asses off and, and they, they, I mean, hours and hours. I just remember my mom always being gone and, and always working her and my dad too, my dad too, but, uh, just, just constantly working, just constantly trying to keep the lights on, making sure Christmas is going good, making sure, you know, like, and then, and then one day you come to them and, and, you know, they're happy to pay for college and all this. They were real happy yeah. to pay for college. And then one I'll day pay, it's like, just go, just go. And I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just go to school. <laughs> yeah, get an pay, education. Yo, my mom is still holding on to the hope that I'll go back to college. I'm almost my 40, homie. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm like, like, mom, I'm fine. Yeah. It's all good. Don't sweat it. I'm, I figured it out without being in debt even though i still have yeah. like a shit ton of student loan debt but to for 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 our parents to go through all that to 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 work and and to and to really sweat you know and to really put all this time and effort just for us to be like i think i'm going to go into the arts <laughs> you know yeah. like in this very um, um. yeah this very um yeah, it, it's not the easiest thing to go into it's not a secure thing but i, I think it can be and I think that people have the wrong idea about it. And I think you kind of said something about it, like what success, right? Like, like we see what success is. They just see it differently, uh, what success is. So, so what, what do you see success in the arts as? Well, it's different because I think that I think success has like a weird connotation to it that mm. makes us feel as though we are not valued in society unless we're making a certain amount of money. Or unless yeah. we have a certain amount of things in order to keep us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'll, I'll get used to myself. I'll get, I'll get used to myself. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I don't know. I just feel as though, like, my foundation of to why I do something is because it feels good. Yeah. And it's as, it's, as, it's as simple as that. And when it comes to, you know, doing music or doing something that I really want to do... Um, there's love there. And I think that in life that that's what you should always be looking for. And because our parents, you know, they come from a place where it, for us, it's a luxury to look at life like that, because again, they were more in survival mode than we are because, you know, we're fortunate enough that our parents provided all that for us from the very, the, all the hard work that they did. Right. And so now, you know, we're here, we're born in America, like technology is fucking booming. Like, even live streaming, like this is this is very new things that are happening. Right. And so I think that when it came to like success or seeing what you wanted to do with your life, there's just so many more tools at your disposal in order for you to do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And they never had that. Right. And to see their kids doing that, it's like it's hard for them to comprehend. And so uh, it's just kind of about understanding that people have different perspectives, especially when it comes to our parents yeah, and how they view us. Yeah, exactly. No. And, and, and I was very I, I was very blessed that my parents did, you know, eventually kind of get on board with it. And especially when they seen that I was able to start actually like make a living and support myself on it you know like they're That's like, the only way they'll, they'll yeah. really understand <laughs> exactly it's like i was like they're like where are you okay like can you feed yourself mm -hmm. and then that's and that's it you know like it, it it really does come from a place of love it really is this place that that people and, and and you know i talk about this a lot where you know parents or even society like 
they parents you know they want their kids to go out and have a successful life and have you know have the best possible life they can possibly make for themselves and with the arts it's just such an uncertain path to go down but i i think that what what's missing in in our culture is this this we appreciate art but i don't think we fully appreciate it to the point where we like support it like really support art i mean we support the artists that we really like but you know like we we expect people to um you know we expect people's Thank you, Cathasaurus. Welcome. F R E S S S S S S S H. Cathasaurus. Thanks so much for subscribing. Thank you so much. And it's good to see you. Uh, and tier three. My goodness. My goodness gracious. Cathasaurus. Cathasaurus. I hope you've been well, Cathasaurus. Cathasaurus, uh, we haven't seen you in a little bit, so I'm glad you're back and saying hi and staying fresh. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cat. Here you go. Oh my God, that's so loud. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's, everything's loud today, everybody. Everything's loud today. Uh, but I think that we put this, uh, we put this notion on, on future artists that the idea of success is being like, you know, uh, on, on the, I, I used to say on the front of the Rolling Stone magazine, but like, that's so dated. Like, who cares about Rolling Stone magazine anymore? Uh, but like, whatever it is, you know, like the front page of YouTube or the, you know, like I, on IG everywhere and you just have millions of, uh, of followers and stuff. Like this idea of what success is these days is that's thrown on to artists. It, it, I just feel like it's unreasonable. And if we actually like back it up a little and say, hey, we can teach people how to be artists to make a living, not have this mindset and going into the arts with like, I'm going to be rich and famous. And that's how, you know, that's how this goes. It's like, it's like, there's a process, you know, you work, Adam Flair, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It's Westby, a Ric Flair, woo. <laughs> Westby, Ric Flair, woo. Yes, indeed. Adam Flair, what's up? I'm going to turn this down a little so it don't blow out everybody's face. Yeah. Thank you so much, my Good friend. Good choice. Thank you so I'm much. Like, keeps interrupting you. People <laughs> are too nice. They are nice. They are nice. <laughs> Thank you guys. I really appreciate the love and support you guys are giving here. Um, but uh, yeah, we 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 put on these expectations of artists, and uh, if we kind of laid it out in this way, like if you want to be a musician, it's like okay, learn some fundamentals about music, and then if what kind of musician do you want to be? Do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to be a performer? Okay, well, here's the steps it takes to be a performer. Here's the steps it takes to be a teacher. Instead, you have this weird way of teaching kids how to choose careers based on this archaic way of teaching, which we just have kids sitting still, staring forward, waiting for the bell to go off. There's no preparation for kids to go out and actually start a life of their own. We are training children to become worker bees. And so that definitely goes a. a fully against our, the artistic value, right? When, you're, when we're teaching people to be cogs, musicians, artists, they tend to be outside of that. And so it, it doesn't really work with what we have set up, especially here in the United States, on how we teach children. I, I just think that if we went about teaching arts in a more practical way, then I think that parents 
and, you know, caretakers or whatever would have a little bit of an easier way of, of sort of digesting that, that talk that, that their kids come to them and like, I'm going to quit college and play video games on Twitch, you know, like yeah. if there was like, if we were able to sort of, uh, if we were able to sort of make it so the education was out there and the information was out there. Now, now, how do you educate immigrants who came from a, a country that where it this doesn't really exist like that? It's like, how do you teach, how do you educate them? Well, it, the only way you educate them is sort of by doing it. You're doing it, right? You're, you're educating yeah. your parents by succeeding at it, and which is, which is the tough part. It's like, you kind of got to prove it to, the, to them. Um, but, but I think as a society in America that we could do better on teaching people how to be artists. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? How does that fall in your ears? Well, I... For me, it's like art is just something that is innate in all of us. I don't think it's something that can't even be taught because ultimately what music and what painting, what dancing is, it's just expression from something that is, you can't really talk about it. You know, there's mm. no words to really explain how you really feel. I mean, language is just a condensed way that like, it's just like the, the majority way that people communicate, but that's not right. the only way to communicate. Right. And a lot of people do not know how to communicate how they feel inside. I being one of them, our parents being, you know, in the Latin culture, like it's that machismo and fucking not being able to express yourself, like all that, mm -hmm. the, all the shame, all the guilt that comes with, you know, even religion. So there's just a lot of things already like psychologically going on in, in the minds of people that don't even allow them to express themselves properly. So when I think about the arts and I think about school and I think about how, you know, I didn't have music in school, so I didn't even see that that was a possibility for me to do. And so, I don't know, when I just think about the arts, it's just, it's a tool in order for you to communicate yourself. And anything, any expectation that you have from this thing that you're doing that, you know, is just trying to teach you how to be yourself I don't know. I just I just think that I just view art differently. I don't think it's something that's taught, but mm -hmm. something that is allowed. You know, mm -hmm. it's something that. You know, people give you the space in order for you to do without mm -hmm. you feeling self-conscious about it. Yeah. And well, I, I agree that you can't really teach art, but you can definitely, I mean, or teach someone to be an artist, uh, of, like a, a true realized artist. But I definitely think you can teach people who are looking into uh, becoming artists and like something that they're seriously considering as a life choice. I think that that our education system could definitely help in sort of uh, laying out you know, clear paths because there are clear paths, even though there's no real clear paths in this weird uh, game that we're playing, uh, the artist game. But there is like certain things you can do. Like, you know, if you want to be a, a professor, you know, uh, if you want to teach students, it's like, okay, well, then you can go to college, do this, this, this. Oh, I just want to per perform in bars and work my way up the performing and the touring circuit. Okay, well, then here's these sort of options that you can sort of go through and you can actually make a living doing it. Here's marketing. This is how you do this and do that. Instead, it's just sort of, uh, you know, art is like, you know, like you said, you didn't have art in, in probably because it was cut out of the school district yeah. because of budget in cuts. Low income area, yeah, it's one of the first things that goes. Exactly, and so when <laughs> like you it's even not important, it's like it's so important. Exactly, Human but that's but you don't even understand. 
that's but that's exactly part of the problem as a society we we don't appreciate art we do but we don't you know like like the first thing to go out of your your school system was the arts that's that was across the board yeah. so like a whole country of people of students lost well, art lower program. income areas right well that, even that didn't really happen to you're right and and the thing was is that they <laughs> did happen in in higher uh, income areas i used to live in san diego and there's this part of town called La Jolla. And La Jolla is like the richest beach town in the city. Mm-hmm. And um, they lost their art program. And But oh, wow, they, they had the resources. This is the huge difference. They had the resources. The, the parents had the resources to put on an art fair that, that raised money every year to pay an art teacher. So yeah, well, well okay, th- right, then, right. Then, then it's semantics. It's still like lower income areas that are getting. Like, oh, of course, of course. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to stick up for the rich or anything like that. It's like the no, rich have a hard too. Stop it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the rich have it so hard too, Liz. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, no, I'm all for eating the rich. Um, no, but it's it's the uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but it, I mean, that's what happens when you come from from nothing right like it's like fuck you i don't even know what that is it's like fuck you then yeah. give me that um uh, but in, in any case the it, it's the first thing that goes it's the the things that's least appreciated in this culture and i think that it, i i completely agree with you, you can't teach someone to be an artist and i completely agree with you that um language well, I think everyone's an artist i don't think it's something that's taught right that's, exactly i'm just saying like it's just something that you give space for somebody to mm-hmm. do not necessarily you can't teach somebody. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean about give space? Can you kind of elaborate? Just give space. Like, I think that everybody has a sense of discovery mm-hmm. yeah. within themselves. And if you give somebody space yes. to be themselves, mm-hmm. then they would slowly gravitate to the thing that they're going to be able to express themselves. Because, I mean, the world is just about communicating yourself. Yeah. You know, everything that you're doing, you're communicating with something. So I think that... It, you know, if you give somebody space to do that, I think I'm I'm, I'm talking more about from a parent perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like going back to that of just yeah. like you can't necessarily teach somebody how to do something, but you can allow them to discover. Yeah, totally. And and and, and, and everybody's an artist. I really do believe that. Yeah, and I think that if if parents, I mean, uh, definitely parents should be encouraging and and giving opportunities for their kids you know and of course this is if you can afford it if you have the time to you know like this there's so many other variables in each family situation that can even allow these sorts of things but trying to provide your children with options like like you know like get them into sports get them into piano lessons get them into this get them into that just just exposing your child to the arts exposing them to different things and 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 giving them the space to sort of explore it and and figure out what works for them because I, i mean like the sooner you can figure out your passion and your and your what you want in life the easier shit just gets i mean like when you figured out that you wanted to be a musician i mean I know it's hard to be a musician, but like, there's this pressure as a young person to like know exactly what you want. Hey, thanks, James the Photog. James, thank you for hosting. I appreciate that. I mean, there's a, there's a. Oh shit, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh well, Um, I'm just talking again, anyways. (laughs) 
No, you were you were saying something. We we're saying some. It's like oh, about it's about so young people. Um. Oh, there's so much <gasps> pressure on young people James. too. <laughs> it's all your fault, James. Thanks. <laughs> no, it, there's a lot of pressure on the youth to figure out what they want to be by the time they graduate high school. Yeah. And like, so it's insane. That can give you so much anxiety. Exactly. So kids don't think about the future. No, no. (laughs) Well, and if, if they do, it's like such a, it's such a weird view of the future, you know, like, cause you have such a little past to draw from to even know what, or to even know what to expect for the future. It's like, there's just so many life experiences that you lack to even have an idea or even close to a picture of what the future even looks like so it's like it's hard for uh it's i think it's ridiculous that we put that onto kids and that we make them feel like they have to do it so i'm just asking like it makes them feel bad if they don't know how to do it and then they try to assimilate yes with everything around them like well they know what they want to do you know it's just I, i it's so funny i was i've been having a lot of these conversations about that pressure into like what you want to do in the future what's your goal in 10 years like all this shit about the future and it's just like what the fuck <laughs> the future does not exist hello like i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you know i feel like if i ever made a plan for myself i would feel so disappointed because and i would also probably have never got into music because my whole i i think my whole life i just have not lived it linearly nor thought about what i wanted to do in the future nor thought about anything you know? Yeah. And I think, and when I did do that, I would feel so disappointed because then nothing would turn out the way that I wanted. And so I, I honestly, I've stopped doing that, especially now that I've been doing music. I've, I have not been thinking about the future at all. Hmm. I stay in the moment as much as possible. And I go to the past a little bit because history can teach you a lot. That's about it. I'm curious when you figured out because we're sort of talking about that pressure is like did did you feel any sense of relief when you figured out it's like wow i love music and this is all i want to do that's such an abstract question i don't even know if it's worth answering yeah and i'm trying to see i'm like did i feel i don't know if it was relief because at the time when i was doing music i really needed it because i went i underwent like a drug-induced psychosis with psychedelics so i pretty much broke my fucking mind Oh, what, story. what psychedelics? Which one? I mean, all of them. Oh. <laughs> but the last one that I did was LSD. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I guess it's know, not so nice. I, Sorry, I didn't mean to say your your drug induced psychosis was nice. My apologies. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it was the opposite of nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I've hey, been we're there. We're here now, so it, it's fine. Look, I've been there too. I've been there too. But I, I went, I went with a word. I went with heroin, not not psychedelics. Psychedelics is way. Anyways, please continue with it's your the story. Opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite, but please continue. Well, you know, it's some sense of comfort. Yeah, exactly. For me, it was. There was a lot of comfort until I started hearing voices. And it's like, oh, this is um, uncomfortable. Th- yeah, me too. Drug into psychosis, fucking hearing voices every now and then, you know. It's, 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 it's <laughs> like, very uncomfortable situation to think that people are just screaming at you while you're trying to sleep and they don't exist. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me too. Uh, does it? Sti- mean, are you still? Do you still have um, flashbacks and stuff like that? Yeah, I have PTSD. Wow. A lot of PTSD. Yeah, I, I, I went 
yeah, I had a full-on drug-induced psychosis in 2015. This was, like, when I had just stopped playing video games. Mm -hmm. I stopped streaming, and I was, like, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. And, again, that question of just, like, you know, thinking that I was going to do video games and, like, having this whole thing, like, you know, like, thinking, like, this was it, but also not feeling confident with what I was doing. Yeah. Because in reality, it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Now, like... In high, you know, in retrospect, like I was like, that makes sense. Why I felt that way right. when I was doing it, and nothing ever felt aligned, right? You know, and so, and at the time, I was just you know feeling like shit about it, and you know, then I started doing psychedelics and did that whole thing for about six months. Not, I mean, not every day, but you know, every other month. I did was, I was did the psychedelics, psychedelics give you some sort of relief from? what you were going through at the moment i mean what did you what did you find within the psychedelics that was so appealing in at that time in your life well the feeling obviously the mm-hmm. feeling was really nice and it was just something so intense and it felt so, it just felt so much. thank you for that follow anna court thanks anna court hi anna um what was i saying I know. I turned off. I get distracted. No, me too. Me too. I'm such Um, a stone. It's so funny. It's like two stoners trying to have a conversation. Yeah, it just like sounds. I'm like. (laughs) I turned off the alerts, everybody. So go ahead. I mean, you can you can keep the alerts on, just maybe the sound. Yeah, I yeah I kept the alerts on. I just killed the sound because the sound is obviously we're getting way too. just getting way too out of hand and then I'm like Anna. Hi. I know. I know exactly. Like wait, where was I? Um, you were talking about how, um, where you were at with, uh, oh, the feeling, the yes. feeling, why I did it, did it give me a sense of relief? So when I first started doing it, yes, it was really intense. It was something I never felt before, but it's something that felt familiar. Yeah. And then I started blacking out. Oh my God. Off psychedelics? I, on psychedelics, I would black out Wow. and like for two hours and then I wouldn't remember, like Whoa. I wouldn't remember anything. But then, so it was like, I would do psychedelics and then it would peak. And then at one point I would black out, like I would forget, I would forget. Wow. <laughs> and then I would come back into consciousness and then I would be around my friends again and I'd have that happy old little like, okay, like I'm on psychedelics, this feels really nice, I feel connected, right. like this is, and then, and then, so, and that's kind of what kept me going back is like the fact that I would ke- I kept blacking out, not going to remember. So it was like this intriguing thing. Like, like you liked it? It's not that I liked it. I just mm. wanted to understand it. Gotcha. And it, and it felt like something that I needed to know. Right. You know? Right. And so I kept doing it and um, I would keep blacking out. And then the last time I did it was October 31st of 2015 on Halloween night. And uh, it was so I had been doing it, you know, for a few months. Oh, not yeah, every other month or whatever. And then... I remembered all my blackouts and I didn't like what I remembered and which was pretty much if I can like explain it to the simplest form I was in hell being tortured what the fuck? for centuries or eternity I don't fucking know and so <laughs> so that's where I was going when I would blackout whoa and so I remembered every other trip that I would blackout and it was that I kept going there. I was I kept going into this realm while I was being tortured. And so, but the last time that I, you know, the last time I did psychedelics, I kept, I told myself before I was coming back, like, you can't forget this time. You can't forget. Yeah. So I didn't forget. And it like 
completely fucked me over because I would come back. Then I came back here and I was like conscious and I was in this world and it was morning time and my, you know, my high was coming down and I felt myself forgetting again, like not remembering my blackout. And then and my boyfriend at the time, he told me something um, that kind of triggered me. He was because because I kept looking at him and I didn't understand why I kept looking at his face. And then he's like, what, are you still afraid of me? You think I'm a monster? And when he, as soon as he said that, his face like turned into Whoa. a monster. And then I started remembering my blackouts. And then that's what kind of triggered the, drug, the psychosis where I was hearing voices. And then I thought that I was still there. And I, did, and I thought I had died. Like I didn't know if I was alive. I didn't know I was still here. And that's what kind of still fucks me up now is that I still have that where I don't think that I'm really here. And I think that I'm like, my soul feels like it's still there, like being tortured and being, you know, fucking whatever burning. And, um, and these, and uh, yeah, that was my, <laughs> that was my psychedelic, that was my psychedelic trips. And so anyways, but that happened and I was in a drug induced psychosis and I was hearing things, and then I started doing music. <laughs> started hearing things, <laughs> and then music. <laughs> and then music was the only thing that felt good. So I'm like, I just want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It just felt nice. So, and so I still have PTSD. Um, mm-hmm. I still hear things every now and then, and I still get really afraid. And yeah. Wow. That that's that. But that's like that's a small. That's a small. This is me chopping up the story. Obviously, there's more nuances and stuff. But I'm sure. I'm that, sure. That's a timeline from 2015, beginning of the year, not doing video games anymore, starting to do psychedelics, and then getting into music a little bit in the beginning of the year, mm. but not really. You know, I was just like tipping my little toes in it, and then after that, it was just after that the trip. It, it, is just all that I wanted to do because it was the only thing that made me feel safe. Wow. And still now, like, I can't. I still get a lot of anxiety. I still have a lot of PTSD. There's still things that trigger me. Um, I still have night terrors. And, uh, yeah, I love music because it just makes me feel good. And that's the only reason I do it. And that's the only reason I ever want to do it. I feel like if I do it for any other reason, then I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's somehow perverted or something. It's like if now now music is my money. This is how I get money now. Yeah, I can't I can't ever look at it like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, ever. Yeah, because sh- then it's just loses. Because I, I mean that's the sense of value, you know, mm. that I value it. I I really cherish it, and it's something really important in my life that nobody could take away from me, other than myself. And the only way I'll take that away from myself is if I start expecting something from what I'm doing, Mm. you know? And it's very natural for us to do that. Again, with this whole thing with success, making money, like being famous, like all that shit is bullshit. But we need it in order to survive. So it keeps us playing the game, which is like this weird conundrum. Yeah. You know? I I do. It's like trying to hold anything sacred is really hard. Yeah. But it's like the only thing that I'm like grasping onto. It's like, no, it's the only thing that feels good. Yeah, that 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 is the that is the weird conundrum between music and art and 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 survival. 
And it's yeah. like what it's like this thing that I love to do that that I mean like I, I just I, I can't do anything else. Like I, I like the podcast, I'm talking about music, you know, like in I'm talking to musicians, you know, like it, with yeah. with my music, it's music. It's just I've had jobs before, you know, I've had I just can't hold real quote unquote real jobs. It's just like I, I just felt like a loser until I realized that, well, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like this is this is what you're supposed to be this is what you should be putting all your effort into and trying to make 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 it work. Because the thing is, is like you said, it's like we have to we, you want to do this is something it's like it's it's literally like some kind of psycho like not psychosis but uh like a psychopathy of some sort where you have to just keep doing it right like you're just drawn to like like i just like there's days where i just wake up and i just have to go to my instrument and i just have to go play it and it just calls me and i'm here and i'm here for it and you know to ignore it is kind of like not scratching an itch of some sort uh, it, it's something that we sort of have to do. And then so how do you make that into something that s- supports you? And especially if it's something, if it's all you want to do or all you're driven to do. Thank you guys, by the way. Uh, Udu, Udu, Poo Poo, thank you so much for the follow. Uh, and a big bad wolf. Thank you so much for the follow. I see you guys. And again, if you guys have any questions for... Um, yeah, submit to the gravity for sure. Um, the the if you guys have any questions for Liz, please use your fresh bars or the channel points. They only cost one. Uh, it just helps me keep track of questions or if you have any comments you want to add into it. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, but where where were we again? I just interrupted oh. for five seconds and then and then uh, now I'm lost um, again. It, it, I remember. That's okay. That's okay. I, I'm really interested in, like, because you were talking about, uh, you know, like the whole mochismo thing with the Latin culture. With machismo. This, yeah, machismo. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 what, what do you think about the, the, that, this movement that's been going on with changing, uh, regendering how Spanish is spoken? Like, uh, like referring to Latinos as Latinx. What do you think? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not going to lie. Sweet. Never mind. Next thing. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm out of the loop on a lot of things. Do you do you stay out of the news and stuff? Are you one of the one um, types who are like, I'm I not just, even going to pay I don't retain to information. Ah, that yeah, does not. That's, that's the hard part, right? Serve. <laughs> that Not serve, but it just doesn't make a difference in my life. Ah, Like yeah. truly, like it doesn't affect me. Yeah, like it can, anything can happen with that kind of stuff, and I'll be fine. I'll be like, okay, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, you know. But I'm not really. I don't really feel. I don't feel anything about it. That's that's tight. Because I don't. I'm ignorant. You know, at that point. I I re- <laughs> I, 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 I always I always I've, I always like respect that with people who are just like, dude, I don't even care. Like this is, has nothing to do with me. Was <laughs> was like only because. I, I find myself fucking in the news, in these social issues, in all yeah. these things way too much to a point yeah. where it's like it annoys my family and annoys people, you know, annoys my yeah. listeners, annoys chat. You know, it's like it. it, it, it so like I, I, I just respect I don't feel anything. <laughs> I just I just I, <laughs> no, I respect it. I respect people who keep it at a distance because it is taxing and it is. So it, I, it, I th- honestly, life is about keeping a balance. Yeah. When I something that again something that I just 
really learned like even now with like doing music and like going through that whole thing and just my whole life without having something to express myself I've recognized I'm like I just want to chill I want to sleep in whenever I want I want to make music because I love making music I want to keep live streaming because I love live streaming like it's just something that's always been in my life it just it was just two things that I, I had already been doing I was already live streaming video games so I was already kind of used to that mm. you know the Thing and I really loved it. So when I started doing music, it was like a no-brainer that I was live streaming and and going, you know, going to do music. And it's just, I love it because it just gives me the lifestyle that I want, which is I could stay in my room <laughs> and play music, which is something I would already want to do. And I can connect with people, you know, and also sustain, you know, put a roof over my head and food in my belly and get my foundation nice for my human existence, you know? <laughs> so I have everything I need and music has given that to me. It gives me, it gave, it, gave, it has given me everything I need and anything that comes out of it. It's like, I'm not expecting it, but I'm very grateful and I feel very blessed. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, like it, it seems like when you decided to go into the, the, to the journey of music that you were at a time where you're, where you're just, you were, it was like you're calling out to something. You needed something to sort of yeah. come in and 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 you know uh, carry you into the next f phase of your life. Because obviously, yeah. whatever you were doing at that moment had you sort of stagnant and yeah. Well, in, in fact, going crazy. Um, yeah, literally. Know, li literally, and, <laughs> it's, and, and it do. It's the only way that I was gonna do something. And, you know, and I suppose it was the thing I needed. Yeah. And I and suppose that's, what, that's where I was kind of going at when I asked you, what, did you find a sense of relief when, when you realized, but I'm sure it wasn't like you just a ha ha moment, right? It wasn't like yeah. all of a sudden. Like it, was a, it was a feeling. Mm -hmm. It yeah. was just a feeling of like, this feels good. It was as simple as this feels good. It feels yeah. the complete opposite of how I felt right. while I was, you know, in psychosis and thought that that was going to be me for the rest of my life because it and it and again I still struggle with with it every day and you know but it, every year it gets easier not easier but it, I just get stronger mm. and um yeah it, it was I guess it was a sense of relief and just because I really needed that I really needed a way to express myself and just going back to machismo mm. and that kind of culture in Latin of like not talking about your feelings not talking about you know, what's really going on again, because your parent, that's not how your parents were raised. So that's right. not how they raised you because they didn't know how to do that. Yeah. And, you know, I don't blame my parents for raising me like they did all they can't, they could, right? you know, and now doing all that I could, it's just a different life than they are living, yeah. which is great. Cause then I get to connect with them in a way that they were never able to connect with me. Yeah. So now I need to make that effort, you know, because I understand a little bit more than they do and it's because of their sacrifice and because of their hard work that i'm able to even have these thoughts right and be able to you know play music and and um and feel as though no matter what like my parents are, are going to be there even if they don't agree with what i'm doing it's like they love me and i know that they love me right. no matter what yeah. even if they're like yeah you should go back to school <laughs> What are you gonna? What are you gonna go back to school and stop playing pretend on the on the internet? It's like, it's, oh, well, this is yeah. what I. It's do like now. if I go back to school, then I'm playing pretend again, just exactly. to please you. Exactly, exactly, and, and, and like it's funny. It's like people think that we're playing pretend on the internet, but this is like the real. 
Like this is the real, like this is the real of what we want to pursue in our lives and everything else. Like if we were to do something else, it's like that is the pretend thing that we would be doing. It's like I have worked in an office. I have worked in a factory. I've worked in these horrible places that I just lose my, I just lose my mind. Like I'm terrible. Like I'm angry. It's just an awful place to be. And I'm always looking for a way to not do my job. I'm working harder to find ways to not do my job than I do. I actually do my job. So it, what I've found is, is like I either have to do it this way or it's, it just doesn't work. And uh, it, and then I also have a family. So that's on top of things. So now it's like this has to work with money or else people are, are hungry and stuff. So. It, it, it's a it's a weird balance, but you you seem very protective of your energy. You seem like one of those people who are very protective. When I see you streaming and stuff, and and how you handle trolls and stuff, um, you know, like you you just you, you're very you're very um, spicy. I, I don't want to be offensive in any way, but like you can get Latina. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah, eating yeah. jalapenos since I was three. Right? Bitch. Don't fuck Still with. Still eat hot Cheetos every day. What's no. up, dude? <laughs> if my stomach wasn't constantly on fire, I would be eating. I would be eating like that all the time. My mom <laughs> still throws down so hard, and it's just like ugh, I can't even, can't even go near it, or else my stomach yeah. falls out of my face. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. uh, it's because I'm half white. That's what happened. I can't, can't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, she said, oh, no. Hot Cheetos is not hot. Excuse no, me, wait, who hot, said this? Hot Cheetos is not hot. No. Uh, yeah, hot Cheetos is not hot at all. No. Well, yeah, I put that about you in Limon. Oh. Shut up. Damn, watch out. Who <laughs> even said that? <laughs> I can't read your name because I'm blind. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, my family loves spice. Yeah, well, Indians, they like spicy, too. They got that spice. Asians, yeah. they got that spicy hot stuff going on. Yeah. I like that. That's true. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, the, the, the I'm, I'm curious on how you handle... I've seen you do it, but I'd love for you to kind of explain. Like, how do you handle trolls? And how do you handle... Well, first of all, how do you handle that? And, and how do you... In, in in a in a system that's built like Twitch, you put a lot of yourself out there. You know, you put a yeah. lot of yourself out on stream, like and, and you, you know, three, five, six, you know, some seven, eight hours, whatever. Yeah. You put a lot of yourself out there and a lot of your energy. And so how do you protect it um in this kind of environment? How do you stay, you know, how do you protect your energy while streaming when you have, you know, trolls and maybe uh, unsolicited advances from dudes or people or non-binary folks, whatever, uh, from from all sorts of places, non, uh, you know, it, just, you know, online advances, uh, unsolicited. Uh, how do you protect yourself and how do you protect your energy? Um, I usually just block them or time them out. <laughs> block them. <laughs> block them. Or I talk, sh- I talk a little shit. You um, talk a lot of shit. I love it. But- I do, I do talk some shit sometimes, but you know, it's just, is it's funny? Cause at that point, it's just like, I'm either gonna get really upset, which mm-hmm. I do sometimes, but then I, then I, <laughs> but then I'm like, you know, I'm talking shit to somebody. Cause I mean, there's a part of me that's a little combative. Mm-hmm. Cause I was combative when I was a kid. So I do like it mm-hmm. sometimes, but sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. So I just time them out or I ban them, but I don't know. I just, I just, just don't want to fuck with me. I like fucking around too. Um, like sometimes I'm in the mood to talk shit. Right. 
and then I can talk shit and roast you, but <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> so I had siblings too, and we would always talk ah, shit to each other. So siblings and help. also not taking it to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, because whatever they're going through, it's some fucked up shit too. In order for yeah. them to be reacting like that. So right. you know. Right. That 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 you uh And I was a little bit of a troll before too, so it's like <laughs> I see myself in you. <laughs> I don't. That's what sucks. It's like I, I have that in me too. I have it in like me I too. I was a troll too. What? I get it, but like, go love somebody. Go love somebody. Maybe go yourself. Yeah, go try loving yourself or something. That might help. Um, so I mean, do you do you think that you've had issues with anger, like like legitimate anger? Yeah, when I was younger, I had a lot of anger. Yeah. And again, that's just going back to not having a way to express myself, yeah. not knowing that that was the reason why I was acting up. Mm. And of course, a lot of trauma too, like childhood trauma. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know how to deal with anger for uh, from the ages from the ages of like 12 to 14 or like 11 to 14. I was like really, really, I was like really rebellious. Mm. I would run away. I would ditch school. <laughs> I was like going down a really like at, at fucking 12, I'm over here ditching school, like smoking weed and, you know, in the fucking alleyway. <laughs> so and I would fight a lot, too. I would get into a lot of fights and just I was very confrontational. Um. So, yeah, I, ha- I didn't know how to deal with all of that and I didn't know how to talk about it and I didn't know how to express myself. So I think that's going back to even like what we were talking about art mm. and how everybody's an artist, everybody ha- needs a way to communicate. Right. And art is just the most beautiful way because it's, again, it's, you know, before social media, before money, before anything, art was just there because people like to do it. Yeah, People dance because people like to dance. People right. paint because people love to paint. There is no, again, there's no expectation other than just being in the moment. Yeah. And um, I had a really hard time doing that. Um, especially because I didn't have any forms of art in schools, you know, no way, you know, there's just no, uh, there's no sense of value in like your human experience um, that school teaches you about your value as a human. And um, it's all just do this and do that and get an A or get an F and you did bad and you did good. And it's just like, well, fuck, (laughs) I don't want to do anything that, you know, it, it, even when I would get A's or if I wouldn't get an A, like that's just so much to put on a kid and to like be conditioned in that form of like doing something to get rewarded is something that's conditioned in us even now. And so with, when it comes to music, I had to really just obliterate any sense of schooling, (laughs) especially when it comes to trying to get rewards from something that I'm doing. As opposed to just enjoying it because I enjoy it. Enjoying it because it allows me to be myself. Enjoying it because I can be angry and not, you know, lash out at somebody who had nothing to do with it. So it's, you know, it's it's a lot of self-control and acceptance. And again, just trying to exist without unaliving myself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Living life as an act of artistic creation. Ooh, I like that. What's up? Yeah. Um, Amal Sixela. Sixela? Um, sorry if I'm Hello. butchering your name. I'm terrible at reading. We speak English good. We read English good. We type English good. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I love that. I love that you keep going back to, you know, language and, and expression and art and stuff. It's just, 
there's just so many things that language can't describe. There's just so yeah. many feelings, so many just it's it, it, it you just can't. It's, it's just you're limited. Yes, super and limited. And then if you can't do it, then you hold everything in. Right. Because that's the only way that you're taught to communicate is to right. talk, talk about it, talk about it. Tell me how you feel. It's like I can't tell you how you feel. Hmm. And that you know that can be associated to many things. Of again, like not being comfortable around people and your parents not talking to you about your feelings or, you know, just showing you how to express yourself. Expression is very huge. Yeah. I think that that's one of the most important things yeah. is to allow yourself to be yourself. And that's really hard. It is. And you get in the way of most of that. <laughs> yes. That by not is. having the tools, not knowing that there's tools out there that allow you to exist. Yeah. And be okay in this fucked up world. Because this world is fucked up. It's very and I'm just up. trying to feel good <laughs> in this fucked up place. That's all I'm trying to do. It's like, I just want to chill out, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way you to... said that was great. I just want to chill out, man. I do. I it's like chill. everything is always so intense. And I'm oh, like, I'm tired. We're all tired. Especially when there's so much that we can do about it. Yeah. You know? What 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 can you do about it? I'm doing it. I'm doing it, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm, again, I'm. You know, I'm. I don't have a fucking. I I I, I don't. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do, and that is the kind of freedom that I wanted. I've always wanted that in my life. Mm. I always. I didn't want to do the things. Okay, am I saying this right? <laughs> I don't want to do the things I don't want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect and sense. And if I do the things that I don't want to do, then I'm going to feel like shit because I don't want to do it. And I'm just living my life based on what I feel like doing because mm. that's what led me to music. It's like I'm just going to keep feeling this out. Mm. I'm just trying to look for that feeling and I'm chasing it. And anything that doesn't lead me towards that feeling, then it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I see that I see that Baby Yoda interview, Moving Dutchman. You you certainly like that uh, Baby Yoda interview, don't you? Uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, Moving Dutchman, we're gonna. We, you know what? I was I was curious on. Uh, we'll get there. I, I got more questions for Liz, but l let's ask some questions from the audience before this this. Uh, gets out of hand here. Uh, so uh, wild but sober, he likes to ask. Uh, yeah, you. Everyone likes Baby Yoda. Yeah, I like Baby Yoda. Uh, <laughs> waffles or pretzels? And now let me explain. Waffles, like the traditional American, uh, or not American even, but a traditional breakfast waffles. And then the pretzels are the big, soft, warm pretzels. Hey, Shelly, what's up? Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Does it have cheese inside of it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it can if you want. It's just a general question that Wild But Sober asks every time. So I it's, want a it's, pretzel. Oh, there you go. Pretzels over waffles. I like salty things. Mmm. I like sweet things, but I can't do it. So, you know. But it has to have cheese inside. Well, there you go, Wild But Sober. It has to... Oh, hey, no. <laughs> uh, okay. W thank you for that. Um, oh, yeah. Mental. Salty waffles. <laughs> There you go. Salty waffle for you then. Yeah, well, all Give me salts, not syrup. There, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take the, the big crystally salt on my waffle, please. Uh, okay, so this is this is not a troll question. Uh, how is sitar go, uh, going? Uh, question from a guy called Mental who posted an 
And oh, uh, how do you say her? Anushka, Anushka Shankar video in your Discord. So um, this is from Mental. He he is curious on how the sitar is going, and I am too, honestly. That was actually one of my questions. Thanks, Mental, because uh, you recently started playing the sitar too. Uh, Liz is a multi instrumentalist and uh, a fantastic multi instrumentalist. Uh, so how is it going? How's the sitar going? I mean, I haven't played it since the last time you guys seen me play it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's going that well. There you go. It's just a bitch to tune. I don't even know how to oh tune my it. God. Yeah. It's not even mine either, but it's there. It's chilling in the corner. It's I am going to record it with it, though. Tight. The, For sure going to record it with it. But yeah, I haven't played it since last time you guys seen me play it. Um, the I, I've had one, and and I know exactly what. You, yeah, it, it's a pain in the ass. How's it tuning? How do you how do you tune that thing? I, I forgot, but you know, like a lot of C, lots of C's. Um, yeah, it is C's, the, right? The resonant. Well, I guess it could technically be whatever you want it to tune to, but when I tuned it, it was the C's. It was like those resonating note, the resonating strings. You know, oh God, that was, and then everything's wooden pegs, so things slide in yeah, and out real weird. easily. I fucking hate it. I hate <laughs> tuning it. I know. It takes the fun out of it. It really does take the fun out of playing it because by the time you tune it, you've put in all this energy into tuning the damn thing, and then you're just like, ugh, I just want to go lay down now. It's like I was also really sore, like after playing it. Yeah. Like, because like, I was holding, like, my arm was sore. Yeah. I was like, God damn, I'm fucking weak. Can you imagine, like, someone <laughs> who does that all day, like Ravi and stuff? Like, he's he must have, he's Ravi. He's strong. Ravi's he has a strong left arm. <laughs> Killing it. Can I smoke weed here? Uh, Is that fine? You're in California, or... so you're good. Okay, cool. You smoke weed. Like... Please smoke weed. Please. Wait, I, where are you at? I'm in Ohio, but I, I, I don't. You're in Ohio. It, it's uh, I got my medical what card. What part of Ohio? Toledo. I don't know. I don't even know any, but anywhere in yeah, Ohio. Yeah, no, actually, but... I do know Willie Town. <laughs> look, look. People from California think that Iowa, Ohio, and Idaho are the same thing. So it's all. I, that's good. me. That's yeah. probably no, no. Me. I know my my wife is that. I, I met my wife in California, and she's from San Diego. So I know. <laughs> I know. It's like if. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> don't apologize. No, please interrupt. All I'm doing is talking. Bah. <laughs> well, we do speak good English or English good. Yeah, Toledo. Oh, you can just jump right over the state line there and do whatever you want. Yeah, well, I also have my medical card uh, here. Thank you for that follow of Mofo20. Yeah, yeah, right on Mofo time. Mofo20, what? What's up? More 420 right here. Exactly. This is for you, Mofo20. Perfect Thanks timing. So Perfect yeah. timing. It's 420 somewhere. Uh, yeah. how, do you, how do you get high? And I cannot get high and 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 do this like i respect mad respect anybody who can get high and start streaming and like playing instruments and shit like i just can't like i could be i went in your stream last friday and i think you were just doing like sort of a, a just an impromptu thing and then you had to run off with some friends but you i said hi to you or something and you're like trying to remember the thing and you're like i don't oh, know yeah. i'm high and i was like it's cool <laughs> i'm high too like i just get so weird like, I get so weird. I love your emo, the high emo, because it looks like that's how I look when I'm all yeah, too stoned in public. I'm like, that's how I look. Hold on. Yeah. I'm just going to actually. Um, well, for me, like right now, like I can get high with you. Yeah. I know that now, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I know that now. I mean, in, even in the beginning of the stream, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get high a little bit. Yeah. And I started talking to you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can get. Because it's not about, like, getting high. Mm. It's about who I'm getting high with yeah. or what am I doing when I'm getting high. Because I I can't just sit here and, like, smoke weed and, like, not do anything. Because yeah. then I start getting in my. Then I, my imagination starts going. And, I mean, we we know where it goes. <laughs> I don't want to go there again. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay away from there. So, for sure, it has to be good. Some good vibes in order for me to smoke, and I'm and I'm feeling the good vibes here oh, good. on your channel. So wonderful! I'm I'm glad that that. You, oh, here we go. Mental as a good one. Uh, weed or hash? Weed or hash? Weed. Weed. Oh my god! That I, came I up every time I do hash. Oh, oh really? The, Wait, no. I'm thinking about wax. Oh, hash. like dabs and <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I can't dab. How the fuck? How the fuck did they take marijuana and turn it into a narcotic? How did because that? they're fucking stoners and like, dude, look what I fucking figured out. Come over here. You got to fucking try this, bro. This is so fucking dank. <laughs> I went something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> let me uh, let me get Baby Yoda. Uh, I'm summoning Baby Yoda right now. Hold on. Give me a second. Baby let me, Yoda. Let me summon Baby Yoda. Mighty, mighty, thank you so much for those subscriptions. Why, why, Red? Thanks so much for subscribing. Or was it a... It's a gift. Oh, yay. Fuck yeah. What's going on, why, why, Red? Thank you so welcome much. Welcome back to this... Welcome to the stream. Hey, hey. For hey, you, hey. weed was legal in India until 1985. What? That's some bullshit. <whistles> then some conservatives came in there and started... Oh. Started making everybody telling us how sober. to govern our body and telling us what to do with it. So stupid. What to put in it? What's good for it? What's not good for it? How to treat it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> baby Yoda, I, I, can you hear me, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda. Yeah. Baby yeah. Yoda. There you go. Liz <gasps> Vega. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that gift <laughs> sub to Ray Ray Mystique. Thank, thank you so much for that. Thank gift you so much sub. for the gifted sub. Well, I'm like, I subscribed. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, Reina. You well, it wasn't me. Like, thank you. Oh, thank no, you. Thank it's, you, Reina. it's all good. Thank you, Reina. I'm like, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. I know you didn't. It's okay. And, and I appreciate You know I didn't, so you knew that. Yeah, I knew that. I saw Reina's thing say uh But gifted. did you think I wasn't gonna do it? I I, I I'm I was, totally kidding. I'm well, I, all right, let's No, see. it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> when my guests subscribe. It makes me uncomfortable because it's like I invited you. You you don't you don't subscribe <laughs> like, here. I invited you to my house. You don't you don't subscribe when you're on, at my house. Look, we got six hundred sixty-six followers, everybody. Six hundred sixty-six right. followers. Yay! Hey, hype, <laughs> Satan hype. What? Okay. Look, uh, <laughs> that was dope. Here, Baby Yoda, how are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Yeah. And I have something to say before the question. All right, go ahead. Oh, okay, go ahead and say it before the question. Today, my friend Saucy is streaming. So go over to him. He is streaming today. Saucy Chicken Nugget. That's right, Saucy Chicken Nugget is streaming. And if you are in the chat right now, you can see uh, a link to his page. He's trying to get affiliate. Well, we are. And we'll be streaming after this a little bit after my stream. I think. I think. I, I can't remember if... Anyways, thank you so much, Baby Yoda, for, for promoting Saucy Chicken Nuggets stream. Baby Yoda, do you have a question for our guest today, Liz Vega? Yeah. Okay. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. How old are you? I am 28 years old. 28. Wow. Look at that. That that that, that was a solid first question. Baby Yoda, <laughs> do you have a How old are you, Baby Yoda? Ooh, Baby Yoda, how old are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm 50. Nice. Baby Yoda is 50. Nice. I, I, in Baby Yoda years, 50 is baby. Is baby <laughs> is, 50 is baby years. The, ten, the tens count as... As what? Like dog years? Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah, it's like dog years. Yeah, baby Yoda, Yoda ages like dogs. Yeah, like so yes. are one and one hundred are two are are two. Awesome, baby so, Yoda. Do you have another question for our guest today? I do. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sock it to me. Are you a streamer on Twitch? Oh my! <laughs> okay, baby. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, baby Yoda, where have you been, baby Yoda? I, I, <laughs> where have you? Been? Did you just burp? No. Yes, I am a streamer on Twitch. <laughs> oh, baby Yoda, uh, Liz, do you have any questions for baby Yoda? If I don't, if I don't, if if I don't ask baby Yoda any questions, I'll get I'll get uh, I'll get a talking to. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Liz. Do you have a question? Another question for yes. baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> Baby Yoda? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful! He's okay, everybody! Hey! Thank you so much, Baby Yoda, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. You have I have something to say about that question. Okay. Go ahead and say it. What do you ask? <laughs> I don't know. Your eyes are really wide open, and I just want to know if you were okay. Like, are you okay? Do you need help? No. Not yes. <laughs> if you need help. <laughs> no, I don't really need help. Well, that's good. I do. Can you help me? Wait. Oh wait, I don't really know much about Star Wars, but maybe one day you can help me. Thank you, Baby Yoda. I appreciate that. Quick interview with Baby Yoda. Have a great day. Baby Yoda, away! Oh, jeez. That was stupid. All right. All right. Thank you, Baby Yoda. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Anyways. There Wait, you go, everybody. who's making the voice? Baby Yoda. Duh, Liz. She's like, I don't got, I don't got time to be playing these dumb games. <laughs> No, I love the games. <laughs> I just played. Uh, okay, there's your baby Yoda interview. Uh, Kathosaurus has a question. If you get a friend for Rick and Morty, what would... Wait, if you get a friend for Rick and Morty, what will you call them? I already got a friend for Rick and Morty, and oh. her name is Baby Blue. Oh, Baby Blue, there you go. There it is. Her name is Baby Blue. That That's nice. There you go. Oh, the, those are, Rick and Morty are my snakes. Oh, and then I got a, I got another snake 
Which is baby blue. Which one is the white one? That one's not my snake. But oh, that, that snake is called Layla. Layla. Yeah. That was a pretty snake. What, that what, is a pretty what, snake. Was that like, uh, I don't know. I'm just A leucistic ball pipe python ah yeah that's cool what kind of snakes do you have i have a i have a python and um a img boa constrictor mm. and a rainbow boa mm. brazilian rainbow boa the, and a, a lesser pewter ball python Ooh. you like snakes i do like snakes yeah what 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 what's so fascinating about snakes to you i just i First of all, I love their independence. I love that, you know, they're not in your face all the time and they're not like, fucking hug me or hi, like I'm, you're here. Yeah. Oh my God, cold me. Cause I'm not like that. Right. So it's nice to have something that reciprocates my energy. <laughs> also, I, every time I hold the snake, it's just, I don't know, I just love the way they move. It's very calming and it feels really nice in my hands and mm. I can focus. And I, just, I don't know, I just, I feel good around yeah. them. Yeah. 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 No. So, so like, you're not a fan of dogs. Like, no, I love dogs. You love I love dogs. cats. You love but cats. I, for me to, like, I grew up with dogs, but mm. for me to like have a pet, mm. I don't know. It's just too much responsibility. <laughs> I feel you know, that. Of just like, I know, I want to time manage. I feel that. I feel that because when, especially if you have a dog, it's like every time you got to go out of town, every time you do something, every time you leave your house overnight or whatever it is. You have to have someone come over and feed it, let it yeah. out, and do all. And snakes this. aren't like that. You can no. leave them. It's like, well, I'm not that I will, but like yeah, I can leave them for a week. like if I have to go somewhere for a, uh, for for a week, then I can you know. Yeah. Peace. Leave he, them. Here's a Eat rat. Them. Bye. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. I fuck it. We had a dog die. A couple of years ago, and we're just oh. like no more pets. It was uh, no more pets until it's it, until we until it's time until it's time yeah. because there's something very free freeing about not having that kind of responsibility lingering. Because hmm. me and my wife were both musicians and we travel and do stuff, so it's like having. Are you guys a, in a band together? We are. We we uh we uh when when we're playing live, we'll we'll do like an acoustic duo. Uh, sometimes I'll come on on her stream. Um, yeah. But I won't. But only if she invites me because she is a different energy than I am, and uh, yeah. <laughs> she's definitely not. She likes to call me BDE, which I don't think it's. I don't think it's BDE. Want to be famous? <laughs> By prime viewers. Oh my God! Are you serious? Who said that? You gotta I, block them right now. How dare you? I'm, I I want to be famous though. <laughs> How do no, I be famous, Merck? No, don't click it. They're gonna just steal your information. I'm just kidding. You. I'm just kidding. No one click on that. If Raina, nobody click on that. Raina, will you get rid of that for me, please? Let's just get that out of there. She she probably tuned out. She's like, I'm done listening to this turd talk. Uh, okay, let, let's get to the next question. What is your next goal that you're excited to achieve? My next goal I am excited to achieve is to go to sleep. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Liz That's stayed that. up all night to do this for us. So everybody be Wait, super did you stay up too? No, I get up early. No, you didn't. I get up early. I, 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 no. I, I have to sleep at night now. Because I have, I have problems with sleeping. So if I don't have a schedule, it goes crazy. Which makes sense. You're a night person. Cause yeah, you, I'm a night person. You do a lot of night streams when I'm. A sleeping. lot of night streams. I did a night stream last night. 
Oh, you. Fun. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. was probably sleeping. But the. Yeah, I'm wearing the same shirt. <laughs> nice. I've been wearing this shirt for three days. Dude, that's a good <laughs> shirt to wear, though. That's a solid shirt. That's a great it's like, album. You zoom in. It's all dirty, but don't zoom in. I'm not zooming. No. <laughs> I'm not zooming. Um, We're good. No, but I am actually working on a, on a, I'm recording in like an album right now, so. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Now, you released some songs. Um, yeah. where it was mostly instrumental, not mostly instrumental, my, my, excuse me, where it was, uh, very ethereal and like very floaty and harpsy and dreamy and very much Liz Vega. Um, is it going to be more in that vein or are you going to go towards like a band feel? What, what, what kind of feel you're going for on this? It's upcoming? kind of an electronic harp. Oh, snap. Yeah. I'm doing like some electronic stuff right now. I'm like just, exp- I mean, it's very experimental. Uh-huh. Very experimental and just vibey. Not even some of the songs don't even have lyrics on them. It's just oh, that's instrumentals. That's well, that's awesome. I mean, like that's yeah. that's a great thing about your stream is that you can go in and and just just chill and it could be you could be doing almost anything. Like almost any song. No, like every song you sing is just like in your way in this like very just dreamscape type of yeah enchanting if, sort of way. It, it's just very. Uh, it's very hard to not pay attention to. It's very hard to, like, you very, uh, what do you call it? There's just a lot of magnetism there. And uh, I'm not explaining myself well, but uh, you're very good. <laughs> a lot of good adjectives. I like them. <laughs> Bring the adjectives. <laughs> I like adjectives. Uh, I do. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. Like, I, I, I've been messing with a lot of new pedals and just new mm. instruments. That's why I really want to get a lot of instruments because it's just been so fun to create like these samples from virtually nothing or like changing you know or making a sound recording a sound and then completely changing it to sound like something else and I don't know I'm I'm having a lot of fun you know and that's just what I always want to be having is just fun when I'm making music and again like yeah I know this is a little it's it's strange when I say yeah I'm doing like this electronic kind of harp thing but it's just what I'm feeling right now and it's a, and also the, the vibes of the songs are not necessarily like even ethereal they're more like dark and and gritty and a lot of I'm messing with a lot of like minor chords and mm. a lot of I don't know it just sounds a little strange like it's even scary at some moments when I'm listening to it because sometimes I get high and I'm just listening back to the shit that I'm recording because I get really high when I'm recording this stuff <laughs> and then I'm just and the next day I'm just like listening to it, I'm like oh this is kind of like the way it just makes me feel is just like strange it's not necessarily happy or content it's like almost like a lot of tension so there's I know that whatever chords I'm using because I don't really know what chords I use but whatever I'm doing like I know that I can feel a lot of tension in it so it's just like this weird like vibe but you know it's just what's inside of me and I'm just getting it out are you um gotta get it out you gotta get it out gotta get out that's the that's the shit that gives you cancer for real like the shit yeah i'm like i don't know what this is but it feels weird but it's but it's like i mean when you think about like this whole conversation has sort of been thinly laced with the idea of pursuing your passions and, and 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 making a life out of it and and it's like when you don't when your passions are denied to you or you just never have an opportunity to to uh 
to even invoke these passions. It's like what's left is, you know, society's idea of what you should be doing. And that is working or just making a living or doing whatever it is. Just support yourself and, you know, just get by. And even if you're miserable at your job or even if you're, you know, you just get up and you just keep doing it. You just keep going. And it's just like, oh, man, I I couldn't imagine living like that. I mean, I could because I am I'm always one step away from working at the factory as an artist. But it's still it's like. I, I don't know, it, it, to, to live your life unrealized, you, you know, your passions unrealized is, 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 is that's what causes diseases and shit, dude. It's like it, it drives you, I mean, to, to just darkness. And, and so you have to get it out. Get it out. Yeah. The dark, let it out. Let your EDM, Liz EDM come My out. EDM. <laughs> what, what yeah, it's like this. Yeah, it's really, it's a really weird one. But honestly, I'm having a lot of fun. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a cool album. And are you producing it yourself? Are you doing? I'm like, producing it myself. I'm oh, producing, man. recording myself, and then I'll send it off to like master. Mm-hmm. Is that um, how you did your last? Your last. That's releases? how I did the last. Yeah, the last two mm-hmm. were like that. Nice. But nice. these are just a little bit more different. They're very different than what's out. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I'm not, I'm not really sticking to any genres or any labels because mm-hmm. it's just not, not what it's about for me, you right. know? So I have a lot of, like, really interesting, like, just avenues that I can take my music and I, I'm just exploring and just having fun. Yeah. Well, why not? That's, I mean, if you're in that position in life, why not? Just explore and have fun. It's, yeah. It's the good, it's the good stuff. You embarrass me. What are you talking about, mental? What are you talking <laughs> uh, Let's see. This is from Mofo20. Hey, Liz, can you show us how to ukulele? P.S. You, you look cute today. There you go. Thank you. Mofo20. Um, so show us how to ukulele. I, I mean, that that's on you if you want to show us how to ukulele. I don't. I mean, I have a ukulele right here. <laughs> I mean, it's right there, I guess. I don't want you yes. going out of your way or anything. It's... Hopefully it's tuned. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so loud. Let me scoop back. No, that was great. 
I, 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 that was that was absolutely fantastic. Very beautiful. That was rad. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of love from the Yay. from the chat here. So that was one. That was great. That is the oh. you. <laughs> Thank you for the woo. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little woo here. There you go. I have the I have the alerts muted. I have the alerts muted, everyone. So um, I'll give you the manual woos if you if you require the manual woos. There you go. We got manual woos. Thank you, Nature Boy. How many instruments can you play? One, two, three, four, five, like fives. Like five. <laughs> like five. <laughs> like five. But I am getting a hand pan, so. Oh, wow, so, hand pan. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's now, like, that was the goal for, for this last month was to get a hand pan. With the hand pan, are you getting it? Is it tuned? You forgot the kazoo. Kathosaurus is calling you oh, out. Oh, yeah, the kazoo. You forgot the You're kazoo. Right. Sevens. Um, <laughs> the, the, the hand pan. The hand pan. The hand pan. You're getting a hand pan? Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the, the hand pan, are you getting it? Do they come tuned to a certain key or? Yes. Okay. And that's the thing with them. So mm -hmm. there's only, so you're, yeah. You're limited to whatever key. What key did you decide to get? I don't know yet. <gasps> I don't know yet. I, I don't know yet. I yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that I can go there and try them. Mm. I, I don't know with COVID, but I hope so. I, yeah. I mean, I hope so. I I already found the place, mm. um, so I'm hoping that I can go there and just try them because I mean that would be ideal. You know, it's like kind of buying a guitar, right? Especially because I don't know what key I want. Mm -hmm. um, like, and I and it and I listen to them. I've listened to like the keys that they offer, but it's just not the same. It's yeah. just not. I'm like, I need to play it. You gotta touch it. I gotta touch it. I feel you. I, I feel gotta it. touch. I gotta test drive it. Yo, I've been I've been driving all around the city in the last month just looking for a hollow body guitar, and it's like like last night, I was out with my wife and she got a, she bought a hand drum and and she's just like, well, let's just get a, just get that hollow body. Yeah, I was playing a hollow body. I was like, no, I'm just that it's not the right one. I, I I have to touch it and like I know which one I want. But it's just so expensive. So it, it's now it's like, what do you do when you want the runner up? How do you find the runner up? And I've just, I've been yeah. looking. You have looking, to try them. I have to try them. You have to try them. I try them. I have to try them. It's just like, there's no, there's no like, go on Amazon, order one. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. It's just, it can't happen. It just can't. I did do that with my first harp. Well, I mean, but th that was your first harp, you know. Now that you know what you're doing, you can go yeah. and, and you got that nice harp. That that thing oh, probably cost you like harp. five grand. I don't even know. Like I don't even know how Dusty much. Strings. I don't even know how much harps cost. But but that thing looks at least five thousand dollars. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's about, might as well. It's like four. Yeah, four k. Yeah, that, I mean, but like once I get a pedal harp, that's minimum. Like, well, the one I want is like twenty two thousand. Ooh. That's not. That's yeah. not too bad. I'll take three. Um, what, what, right? what is a pedal harp? Pedal harp. Hard. Pedal hard. What? Come on, Mike. <laughs> what is that? I just want to get out of here. A pedal harp is just. Um, it has pedals instead of levers. So, 
I'm, I'm sure you're reading about it right now. So. I'm, I'm just uh, like, I don't, oh, I see, I see. So you can do like, it has like sustain pedals and stuff. Is that, is mm. that right? No, those are the, to change the keys, the notes. So like, for example, your C, um, like one pedal is for all the Cs oh. on the harp. And then so you can, so that one string is going to be C natural, C sharp, or C flat. So here's or not C flat. So or the, B flat. It would B flat. So C, you're so you're saying these pedals right here. So we're looking at these pedals right here. Yes. Those that would be a pedal harp. Yes. Okay. And then these actually change the keys. Yes. Of the oh. So it's like you see how it's kind of like a stick shift. <laughs> kind of. Oh. It's like boom. You like move it, and it's like towards the middle. That would be like your natural up. If you put it up, uh, then yeah. it's your C sharp. Put it down, it's or in the middle, then it's C. Put it even further down, then it's a flat. Now, is this so you just get more range out of yes. your out of your harp? I, yeah, I know nothing. It's about it's harps. almost like a. Do you play the piano? I do. At all? I do. Okay, so it's kind of like a piano. Okay, and and the pedals are turning them black or white keys. Ah, okay, yes. okay, okay. And so the 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 harp is diatonic. Okay. So it's like you're tuning it to a scale. Right. So like, for example, if I wanted to do the A, uh -huh. like A, then I would have C sharp, you know? Yeah. If I wanted to do A minor, then I have to put the pedal down to the, the C to a, to a natural C. I see. And then, so I'd have to move the pedal. Do you know what I mean? I do. So in I like do. a piano, like yeah, it would be whatever that key. And then, yeah. It, so that's the pedal harp. Yeah. So so then the harp is kind of almost like the handpan where you ha you you have to tune it to the key that you're playing the song in. There's no yes. sort of okay. That's that's and then you move and you move you move the keys with the pedals. I so that, that's when it becomes a little bit more difficult. Right. Um, is like you have to be conscious of like changing that one note to a sharp or a flat or which is cool. Look at this. I love it. This dude's got dusty heart pickup. Oh man. Look at this. Oh yeah, I got that. I got that dusty heart pickup. You have a dusty heart pickup? Yeah, I do. I installed it on my heart. That's tight. So what I did... can have a pickup on it. And, and that just so you can amplify it. Amplify it and I still have a pedal board, so now I have like pedals for it. Oh, okay. So okay. it likes makes it sound really fucking cool. Like right. a bunch of reverb pedals and right, right. just really cool pedals, yeah. That's dope. That's so dope. I love that. I love that. I love that uh, you're taking harp there. Oh, Dude, the harp has been so life changing. <laughs> I fucking love the harp. When I first heard the harp live, because I was just playing the guitar when I first started music, like that, that was all I was doing. Mm -hmm. But when I first heard the harp live, I was like, this is it right yeah. here. It just felt so good. It gave me goosebumps. I'm like, I want to play that instrument. <laughs> like, I want to play it. And I got one like two months later and then. Well, that was like two and a half years ago, and now I have this one, and I really want to get a pedal harp. Wow! Next, a pedal harp. Yeah, man, that's that that's nuts. I didn't even like. Well, obviously, I didn't know anything about harps, uh, but but I didn't realize how intense of an instrument that is. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine having to retune that thing. So so then, what do like harpists do when they have like multiple pieces they have to play? Well, well, that's why the pedal harp, you can only play mm. like classical tunes. 
you can play with the lever harp, but it's really difficult because you're constantly changing because it's because with the lever harp, it's not the like the pedal where one one pedal is controlling all the C's. Mm. With the lever harp, you need to tune every string. So I have to put if I want a C sharp, I have to put the lever up to right. all the C's. And it has like four octaves, like four and a half octaves. Oh, I see. So you, so you see, so yeah. yeah, so, and that's how you do it on the lever harp. But with the pedal harp, it's easier for you to transition through, through keys more gracefully. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you can also do more. You have more of the range. With the, with the lever harp, one note, I can only have sharp and a natural. Mm-hmm. So that I, there's some keys that I can't play on the harp, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother with that. I know very little of like theory. Just like the harp has been teaching me a little bit more about music and like mm. what I'm doing, but I'm still kind of a dummy. You know, I <laughs> I, I I tend to like music that comes from people who don't know that much about theory, or at least knows just enough to sort of create. And yeah. it, just because when you talk to, or at least when you when when you know when. Well, at least my experience talking to people who are like highly proficient and highly trained and highly educated. Uh, first of all, like there, there's sort of this sterileness that comes out of that, out of that way of learning, that way of where you learn, uh, always learning and always playing other people's music. There's this sort of sterileness that doesn't that the sort of transfers I feel like into to the original music. Now that's not for everybody. I'm I'm making a sweeping generalization. Uh, but but like when I think of like guitars like Steve Vai or um, or um, God who is the other ones that are just these amazing guitarists who like who, their music is just god awful and, and and I know that's subjective right <laughs> you know it's just subjective I you're gonna be like I love him I no love I Steve. don't it's annoying Petrucci yeah Petrucci thank you but Petrucci 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 whatever uh, Dream Theater is awesome though. Uh, but, but, but to think about like, uh, I don't know, it, it, I know this is probably sounding really crazy and subjective, but, but, but what the other side of that is, is when you have these super trained people and you have a situation like this pandemic, what I found was, is that there was so many people like, like I talked, I always bring her up. Her name is Chihiro, but she's doing way better now. But when she, when the first, the pandemic hit, she was, she, she plays, uh, she plays on Broadway. She's a percussionist on Broadway. And and as soon as the pandemic hit, she sort of had to figure out who she was as an artist all over again because she has always only been playing in symphonies and Broadway musicals and reading notes and, you know, like, you know, following the structure. And then as soon as the structure is removed and there's nothing and now all you have is your own creativity and your own knowledge of what you've retained and your own experience what you've been you know going through for the last years of just being an, an artist that just plays other people's music what are you left with and she sort of had this existential crisis where she just felt like she was she didn't have anything to offer and so she had to go in and, and start teaching and start figuring out ways to express herself artistically um, without the help uh, or without the, the the structure of Broadway or classical music or someone telling her what to play. And so you just sort of left with, 
you know, it, it, it's just interesting, you know, you, you, when you when you take like a classically trained somebody, somebody who's classically trained and then put them in like an improvisation situation, like in jazz or something, it's just like, I don't know what's going on. You got the music, I'll read the music, but I, I'm not improvising on or doing anything. So I guess all of that long-winded nonsense was just to say that, that I feel like there's something that's pure that comes, uh, something a little more pure that comes from someone who just sort of taught themselves, who are just channeling and plugging into something, you know, plugging into the muse rather than trying to understand what it is and to the point of sterilization. Time to play the wrong notes. Yes, exactly, <laughs> princess. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So I don't know. I, I appreciate people who come from that school. I, I also appreciate jazz players too, uh, or yeah. classical players I as love well. Jazz players I'm too. not. I'm not shitting on anybody's method or, or choice in, in what they've done in their lives. But I am saying that what I have noticed, especially talking to a lot of people on my podcast, is that there is there's there's this thing that comes with being a very highly trained musician that that especially never took interest in improvisation and trying to figure out how to, you know, navigate through music without having to be told exactly what to do. Um, you yeah. know, they, they kind of had a hard time with the pandemic. How did you handle the pandemic? Was it, was it, I, I know at the beginning, everyone was sort of going through like end of the world crisis stuff, but like as it smoothed out and started, you started, you know, getting more into the habit of, or the routine of being in a pandemic, how did it affect you? And, and 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 affect your creativity. Honestly, it was a relief. <laughs> as fucked up as that. But here's the thing. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. Look, look. Before I offend people. Listen, listen. Me too. Just so you know, it was a big relief for me too. But please continue. It was just for the first time, everybody stopped. Mm -hmm. Everything stopped. Yeah. You know, and this is not. Again, this is not downplaying anything this is not being like well i benefited from the co it's not that's not it's just it felt so good to not have any ex outside obligations you know or to not because it's i don't know there was just something about it that it just felt so good to not think about anything other than what you're doing and i mean i just i was already streaming before covid and so when COVID hit, I was just like, well, I'm just going to, and I love streaming. So I'm just like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And at the same time, just get really more into myself. And, you know, I, I ended up getting my, my harp, this harp here, I got it during COVID um, from, you know, raising funds from my stream. So I, I don't know. I just, I felt like I got a lot closer to my community and I got a lot closer to myself. I got so much better at the harp and I just kept doing what I loved and, the pandemic, like I just, you know, I was, I was just with myself and that was always enough. And I forgot that that was always enough, you know, and that's just because you're, again, you're, you're going out and you're talking to other people. And sometimes the people that you're around isn't people that you should be around, but you kind of forget that. So when COVID hit, I was just like, oh, well, it just wasn't, it, none, nothing that I was doing was meant to be. And I don't feel bad about it. You know, so I, I always try to turn any situation that I have no control over mm. to take control over myself in order for me to do something that I want to do. It's just going back to like just reminding me that I only have to do the things that I want to do. 
and nobody, I don't have an obligation to anybody. And, you know, you get lost a little bit when you start going into society, especially in LA, you know, being a musician in LA. So there's a lot of like pressures and societal pressures that I didn't realize were getting to me. So it was when COVID happened and like that, it was just, I remember just being like, okay, you know, I do. And it just felt, I don't know. I, I felt like I just felt okay. Yeah. You know, I felt a relief and, because everybody was stopping. Everybody had to take a breath and look at everything that's really going on, the reality of this world, the reality of, you know, the government, the reality of everything was just in our face. And there is nothing, there is nothing that we could have done in that moment when it happened. So, you know, I took it upon myself to do everything that I wanted to do in order for me to be okay during that situation. Because that's, traumatic that was a world trauma you know that's that was a trauma for sure so it's just for me it's just like i cannot allow this to tear me down Mm. you know i had already been through hell yeah so it's just when it happened it was almost like i was expecting it Mm -hmm. so it wasn't i don't know i felt i felt i i'm i'm doing okay yeah (laughs) i'm doing all right music has kept me afloat streaming has kept me afloat and I like being inside. <laughs> you know, I like being in my room. I do. Me too. Me too. This I do. Was, this was, but um, I do miss shows. I do yeah. my live shows. That's one thing that I do really miss. Yeah. I miss playing out. I miss. Did you play out before? I played out a lot. Did you? What, what? Every week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Every week I had a show. So, so I played out a lot. And oh, again, so like, you were, you came from the gigging musician world. Well, I guess you were. I was gigging and I was streaming. Yeah. I was doing both simultaneously. That's like I would dope. come home and I'll play music. I'll mm. be like, "All right, guys, I got a gig." Yeah. I would go out and have gigs. Like that was. Oh, that's dope. So, so then, yeah. so then, wh- were you doing sort of what you're doing on your stream, where you're playing like covers and some originals and stuff like that, or what kind of gigs were you playing? Originals, Original. a lot of original gigs. Wow, originals awesome. like a mixture of both, but mm-hmm. mainly just originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. But like, it's cool because. Again, I just got this harp during COVID. Mm. So, you know, nothing has opened up. So I am excited for the things that are opening back up because I can play harp gigs now. Yeah. Which is weird. I never played harp gigs Ooh. ever. And that raises your, uh, your uh, what do you call it? It raises. I can play in bougie places. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. With the hair toss and everything. Thank you. I can play bougie places. <laughs> I can play um, bougie places, bitch. I, <laughs> I was actually playing at a, at a, before, before when COVID was happening, I had, I, I was playing in this winery in Beverly mm. Hills that I fucking loved. And yeah. they loved me. There was like a jazz bar. Nice. So I would, they would always like invite me and I hadn't even brought my harp in. So I'm excited for that place to open back up. So like, cool, let me play my harp now for you guys. Dude, I loved, I always loved the wine gigs. I used to play wine gigs up in, uh, or it was up for me, but. Because they're like listening rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And people are chilling. They're there, they're there to relax, drink wine and just listen to music. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's the vibe I want too. I'm like, yeah, I want you to relax and just listen to music too. Hell yeah. Now, I used to play a lot of wineries in Temecula. And uh, Riverside, I think Riverside had a few things, but yeah, I, I loved wine gigs. They were just very, it just like, it just, they, they treated me, not, they treated the band nice too. And they're like, yeah, good food. You know, generally the food is pretty yeah. decent there. <laughs> so that's true. As, as just a working, from a working musician point of view, wineries are not a bad way to go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's true. 
so that's awesome. I, 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 for, that, that just gives me so much more respect for you. Not that I didn't already respect the shit out of you, but like, <laughs> but that sounded weird, didn't it? It's like, now I could respect you, Liz Vega. <laughs> no, it, no, but like the fact that you were, because there is a lot of people on this platform who are just, you know, bedroom players who decided to turn on their webcam, you know, and, and, and then that's yeah. fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like there is something that just because just because of where I come from, I come from the grind, you know, I come from yeah. the road. I come from, you know, fucking the, the fucking grind of a real life musician. A real yeah, life. no, my oh, sorry. No, I, please. But my first five months of doing music, like my first month of doing music, I started busking on Hollywood and Highland. Nice. So I was busking before I was live streaming. And then I ended up getting a job where I was like live streaming and they were paying. I was the only nine to five job. That I had was a live streaming gig. I was there for a year from two from five in the morning, oh six in the morning to two PM, Monday through Friday, I was live streaming for this company. And I was just playing music. And that was like six months into doing music. Wow. So for so that I think that's what also like really boosted up like my just music playing mm -hmm. because I was because when I was busking, like I wasn't making a lot of money. I was like couch surfing in my friends in my friends, you know, thing and I saw an ad like looking for musicians and shit. So I ended up auditioning. I got the job and it was a live streaming gig. I'm like, oh, cool. I was already live streaming video games. So it was yeah. just like, I could just live stream music now that I'm doing music. Cause I was, I think I was like five months into doing music. And so once I started live streaming and doing music for this company, I was there for a year, like nine to five, just doing music all the time. Wow. But I was making a living cause I was like in there, you know, the fucking. They were paying me yeah. weekly, so it was like a real job, but it was music and it was things that I wanted to do. Yeah, and that, then that after that, I branched out and I started doing my own thing. I started on other live streaming platforms until I ended up on Twitch. Back on Twitch. What what other platforms music. were you going to? So I started off um, in 2016. I was in Sonic Box, mm. which was a you know up and coming live streaming, not up and coming fucking starter. Oh. And so I was there for a year, and then. When I saw that, that because the thing with live streaming companies, they they're all like going like unless you're doing something really good, you're not going to sustain it. And like mm -hmm. most of the, so I was there, and then it started you know going down and like it started breaking apart. And I started streaming on this other platform on it was called Live Me, and I was streaming on there actually for a really long time for about two years, and I was making all of my living from that platform. Wow, from live streaming on like a phone, not even like a you know my audio wasn't even that great. Wow. And then so I was doing that. And then that the community on there, which just wasn't it just didn't feel right. All the comments were like disgusting comments. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the viewerships there, even though it was a lot of viewers. Like, I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And then I started streaming on Twitch. And then I completely stopped doing that other live streaming platform. And I just continued on Twitch. And here we are. Two years later? What, what would you say to the people who are getting started? Would you tell people to start with Twitch or would you tell people yeah. to explore? What about What is it about Twitch that you prefer over like YouTube or um, even, I don't even know, or sessions or something? Just any, just any. Honestly, I, I've, again, I've, I started with Twitch with video games. Mm. They just have an established platform. They've been here for years. Um, also, they don't take... 75% of your donations and your subscriptions, oh, wow. which was most of these platforms did that. They oh. took 70, like 
over 50% of your income. So it's just like, so it's like somebody would donate like a hundred dollars and I would be getting $20. Like that's, (laughs) yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it was just, and I, you know, so it was just really, so it just wasn't, it didn't, it felt, and they didn't treat you well Mm. as a, you know, talent or whatever you were on there app and twitch i don't know twitch just feels different it feels like it's yours mm. you know like it feels like your channel right and you're doing your own thing and nobody is around you telling you how to do something and they're not taking 70 percent of your cuts from every you know yeah. and um i don't know and then also the viewers you do build a community and that's the one different. That's the difference between every platform. Because I've streamed on a lot of platforms mm. before I ended up on Twitch, and the communities that you build on Twitch is nothing like you would build any but anywhere else. Right. And that's why I think I stuck to Twitch is because the people, the viewers, and the way that I felt every time I streamed, as opposed to I would stream on these other platforms. I'm like, fuck, like these viewers fucking suck. <laughs> They'll be like, open. Let me see bobs. Like, <laughs> fuck you. You can't see my bobs. God. <laughs> For assholes. Like, ban yeah. every other fucking comment. I just, I was so tired of it. I was so tired of it. And so yeah. I came to Twitch. And not saying that there's not trolls here, but there's so many good people on this platform. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I stuck around. And I <clears throat> think you should start on Twitch. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, it, there is some people complaining about how much Twitch does take, but when you think about what other companies or what yeah, other no, platforms this, take, it's a pretty good because they don't bad. take any of your donations right. or your bits. Right. And the, yes, they take fifty percent of your subscription, or however. I don't even really know how much it is, but it's fifty. Fifty. You, yeah, you get two fifty um, out of every five dollars for what? subscriptions, right? For subscriptions, right? But you're, but but I, I but I, I thought as a Twitch partner, you get to negotiate that. I'd, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> even think I can talk. I don't even think I can talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you probably should. I feel like it's on my contract that I can't talk about it. So I'm just going <laughs> to stop talking about it. Yeah. But from somebody that has been in many fucking platforms, right. Twitch is a good fucking deal. There you go. Coming it's from a, it's, it's It's the best out of all the other ones. And it it's so funny because, I've again, I've been on a lot of live streaming platforms and they all tell you the same shit. Mm. Like, because I started going to their meetings of like, oh yeah, we're trying to look for talent. They all told you the same thing and it was all bullshit. You know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be a fucking star. We're going to put you on billboards. And at one point I'm like, no, you're not. Like, shut you don't the have fuck the budget up. budget for billboards, do- son. It's just at that point, I'm just like, Ugh. At that point, I was very much in, like, survival because I was, I mean, I didn't start being okay, like, financially stable until recently. Mm. You know, this wasn't, it wasn't until I moved to Twitch that I was financially stable and I wasn't, you know, fucking going on these platforms where people wouldn't respect me as much. Mm. Yeah. But it feels nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. We'll see. You can negotiate up to 95%, but you got to be a whiz. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm sure that if you're negotiating up to 95%, then you're probably, you're probably like one of a lot of numbers or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're probably one of those gamers that have like 20,000 people in their, in their shit every fucking day or whatever yeah I, I i can only imagine obviously and we're not gonna press we're not gonna press liz because we don't want her breaking her non-disclosure con- I'm, I'm like i feel like i don't 
I think I can't talk about it. You, I feel like should, I can't you, talk, about not even talk about it. Every time I talk about it, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. If it's a maybe, <laughs> like, I shouldn't. listen to my conscience. There you go. If it's even a maybe. i my head for the Do first time. I'm like, this doesn't feel like you should be doing this. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Like, <laughs> what What about any percussions? Uh, do, you, do you play any percussion instruments? And you did just say that, uh, and that's from mental, by the way. You did just say you're about to get a hand pan, but do you have any uh, uh, hand drums or anything like that? Do you play any other percussive? No, it's going to be my first percussive instrument hey there you go mental the hand pan is gonna be my first percussive instrument which i'm really excited about yeah well i'm excited about that because those things are just i mean it's gonna it's gonna go with your vibe so well so i know i'm so excited it's great uh snoop what's up streamers should unionize for some collective bargaining yeah i mean if you look at amazon's track record with unionization then i don't know if that's the greatest choice forward uh but it might be i don't know no i'm hearing a lot of people complain about that um about you know what the, the thing that i hear a lot is how bad that twitch is about of marketing like they don't market very well like they like yeah this platform gets more uh views than primetime television yet you know like no one knows what twitch is you know like no one in the general public knows what twitch is i mean they're starting to but but that's cool we're part of a cool little club right in the the, cool little club we're underground baby underground yeah until (laughs) until there's a bieber of twitch and then it's and then it's i think once twitch starts going on to like ads on the television then maybe they're gonna start implementing more things that you're like you can't do this right. you can't do this you can't say this i mean it's already kind of like that with like ads just putting ads on your stream right so it's just about honestly if that leads to less censorship i'm all for it <laughs> it's like i don't want to filter myself what in which ways do you feel censored on this platform <sighs> I mean, I'm not. This is a big I'm, issue I'm, for I'm me. Not, by the I'm way. like a. I'm not like a bigot or something. I'm no, 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 no. I like, get it. Oh, I know you're not trying to just be. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. You don't <laughs> like people telling you what to do, though. Yeah, I just you know. I mean, just I don't know. Like, there's just certain like when I when I joke, mm. I have a very dark sense of humor. And I mean, even my chat, it, there's that one point where they're like, TOS, 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 <laughs> like I'm going too much into and I got to like, reel it back in. And th- I mean, that's fine. Like, I don't mind having like a little, a little censorship because I understand like, I don't want to offend anybody at the same time. But, you know, I th- also think that, you know, I don't know, I just have this weird thing about telling people that you can't say something for advertisement reasons mm-hmm. or oh, because a company is paying you. That's why I can't say this. That's why I can't cross the line. That's why I can't. It's just all because of money. It's all because of some fucking stupid reason mm-hmm. to take away something that's it's language where people, we all have these thoughts, you know, we're all good and bad at the same time. And I think treading the line shouldn't be punished. Or you shouldn't be reprimanded. What the fuck am I, five? (laughs) (laughs) For real. Why do I have to watch what I say? I don't mean it. I'm just joking. Right. Um, But but again, I'm not not like a hateful person. I don't like go around talking shit all the time. But what if I want to? Yeah. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Well, yeah. And and there's more of a... 
I, dude, I, I talk about this all the time. I talk about it so much that the chat tells me to stop talking about it because it's like, because I've been censored like, by us, the, us. Well, it's I've been censored by the chat just by talking about censorship, and it's you know, it, it, it's, it's a weird thing. It is really weird, and and, and the, it feels weird. It's like, why am I being reprimanded for this? <laughs> it it is weird, and and it's like it's like you're getting reprimanded, and like people are losing like their channels, they're losing their platforms, yeah, and it and it's. And especially with like this whole thing with sexuality too, mm. that's just like this weird like thing. Like Shh, you can't talk about it. Mm. You can't talk about it. It's just like what? Like I, it's clearly something that we all do. Like we're all here because of it. And to have this like weird thing about it is just so strange to me. And to be shamed for it is really weird too. I'm not saying you know turn this into Pornhub. Like there's sites for that, but it just shouldn't really be something that you know, we should be punished for. Right. Like, it's just weird. Like, you're going to tell me how to dress because, it, what, I'm making somebody hard? And that's my fault? Yeah. Because I have a body? Like, it's just, it, for me, it's it's just strange. It just doesn't make sense. It's misaligned with who we are. That's who we are. Mm. We're people. We fuck. There's billions of people here because they fuck. Mm. You know? And that shouldn't be something that's like, <gasps> Oh, she's showing her, you know, yeah. a little bit of her cleave. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> and and it, and it, it for me, it's just a way because I mean, it's used and obviously you hear the term sex sells. It's yes, it sells. And so what? Only some, you know, some companies are allowed to do that without. It's just I don't know. I'm just all about autonomy, uh, having an autonomous life without anything impeding who you are are you feeling bad about the things that you're doing or being shamed for it like fuck off we're people we all fuck it's not taboo it's not weird it's a body get over it you don't like it leave yeah i shouldn't be punished for being human being and having thoughts right (laughs) no i i i I agree I agree with you. Uh, I I completely agree with you. And I have this conversation a lot and mental is making fun of me because cancel culture is a topic that comes up a lot here because it is is so I I, like people think that they can cancel the hate and out of people's hearts. And it's like, I don't hating. Yeah, by hating. Exactly. (laughs) It's like we are going to hate the hate out of your heart. And it's like, no, that's not how things get solved. Really, things get solved by talking about it, by bringing it out in the open, by criticizing thoughts and ideas, and 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 fucking, and then we figure out what's the best way forward as a society. It's not burying these ideas. It's conversations. It's conversations. Understanding it's- and patience yeah. with people. Everybody's different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody thinks the way they think for many different reasons and I just don't think that it's I, I just don't think that you should waste your energy being upset at something that I don't know isn't physically harming you yeah, yeah. or it has nothing to do with your life yeah. and I, I guess I'm speaking more about I'm, I guess I'm speaking more about in a woman's perspective mm. too you know of just like sexualizing women and yeah. women you know being criticized for wearing low you know, low cut shirts or whatever the fuck. Like, it's just, it's all just disgusting. Like leave, like leave us alone. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, like, it's weird. And it's like, it's weird. It's weird. Cancel the hate out of the heart. 
by, by hating. hating. Yeah, cancel the hate <laughs> out of the heart by hating. Liz Vega. <laughs> yeah, that's a great quote. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is strange. It is strange, and we live in this world where it's definitely become very profitable for these companies to sort of capitalize on our dissent and our and our uh, you know our disagreements you know culturally we're kind of going through something you know now but it's also being amplified and revved up by these media companies by social media companies who are making billions off of people clicking on their little clickbaity little things you know, like these are the, the dissent is sown into our into our culture because it's profitable, and you know you see Amazon putting up all these like BLM and and you know black you know having having black uh, um, you know actors and stuff on their programming. They you know for for Black History Month they had black everything but yet they treat their workers like garbage they don't allow them to unionize people drivers are pissing in bottles and shitting in bags because they have to stick to a schedule and and so 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 it's just like this very it's like they co-op these these cultural terms these cultural situations and they capitalize off of it and and, and it's sort of like a distraction from what they're really doing like like amazon is 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 is, is you know they're portraying this idea of being super Woke, but yet they're they're you know they don't pay barely any taxes in this country. They receive corporate welfare. They're fucking. They treat their workers like garbage. They're you know like there's so many like they 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 employ slave labor. Apple employs slave labor. You know like all these companies who are supposed to be this super woke companies are 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 only doing it so people can't look underneath the mask. Of, of slave labor and, 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 and just atrocities they commit across the world in our country. And, and I think it's disgusting. And so they profit off of it, and then they sort of rally behind, and, and they jump on people who question, you know? And they cancel people who question what's going on and who question why is this the way it is. And it's like, oh, you're asking too many questions. This guy must be a white supremacist. This guy must hate women. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out. He's out. And it's it, it's very, it's very, it's interesting and scary because the, no, yeah. the thing that you can dump all this time and energy into your channel and because someone, one too many people complained about your cleavage that you could lose all of this. Yeah. It's, because it's, someone's telling you how to portray your body on your channel. Yeah. But at the same time, they're treating their workers, their bodies <laughs> of their workers, like absolute shit. Right. People breaking their fucking backs, mm -hmm. losing how many years of their life because they were working so fucking hard yeah. to just put fucking food on their table. It's just there's no when I think about. When that when I see that happening, because honestly, that is the reality of like it. There's no, there's so yeah. There's so much semantics that you can say. Well, about laws that need to be implemented in order for shit to change. And but in, in reality, it's just it's so clearly when you think about humanitarianism and just the value of human life. Like there is no value. There's I don't I don't see any morality um, in in this country like there's no sense of morality and you could just see that from the repercussions of the many lives that are you know living in the united states like the poverty and you know a bunch of it's just i don't know and i guess that's just because i see it in my own community and i see it it's specifically in where i'm living right now of how even covid has impacted a lot of small businesses around here and how there's no help mm. you know 
yeah. all the homelessness. There's no fucking help. Yeah. And it's things that can so easily be, you know, at least worked on or 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 just <laughs> acknowledged. Um, so there's just no sense of value in human life. Yeah. And there's so many distractions of like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the way that you're showing your body. It's the things that you're saying. It's like, that's all bullshit. This mm-hmm. is what's really happening. People yeah. are fucking dying, yeah. you know, in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While I'm here live streaming, drinking my fucking perfectly clear water, yeah. talking to you. And I feel so grateful and I feel so blessed. But how could I feel happy when my fucking na- next door neighbor is homeless, doesn't have any food, doesn't have anywhere to sleep? Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. What a great future we have. Beautiful things. Yes, beautiful things. But it's really the reality is just sad. And the more you look at it, it's just sad. And I'm just tired of being upset over something that I have no control over. So, I mean, that's why I think music is really important to me because, and that's why I really stress like the whole thing of like relaxing and chilling out. And I just want to chill out and I just want to live a, you know, a pretty okay life. Like I don't want to be, cause I, I'm here too. So I'm being affected by the things that are happening, whether or not I allow it to or not. Like it's still my environment and still, I'm still in this society. I'm still playing the game because I have to keep a roof over my head. So, you know, again, it's just that balance that you need to keep but yeah it's really sad the more you look at it and I just wait yeah when I think about censorship and all that shit it's like that's not important yeah there's other shit that's really important yeah that's not even being talked about or if, if it is getting talked about not there's nothing being done yeah. And there's no, there's just no sense of value in human existence. Like there's no morality there. There's no sacredness. There's no sacredness. Yeah. There's no sacredness. Yeah. And that's, it, it, it seems like, up. yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It is fucked up. I mean, that's sort of what, especially in America is like over, like, you know, we just value money over everything, corporate, corporate greed and capitalism which i'm not shitting on capitalism because capitalism has definitely done a lot of good in this world but it's also created a lot of fucked up situations for the world but uh i i don't know like as a country we've sort of put all of our morality in in the idea of becoming rich like the american dream is like being rich and well your sense of value is like it's they, again, that's conditioning. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. From kid, like, what are you going to be when you grow up? How right. are you going to join into the society right. that we've built? Mm-hmm. You know, that, oh, well, that has been here. Like, how are you going to acclimate? Right. Like, it's always about acclimating, right. assimilating, mm-hmm. fitting into a role that is out there. Like, what do you want to be? That's a role. Right. And it already has a distinctive path to it. You know, everything is. Everything is like that. Yeah. And I just... I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about a lot of things because it just upsets me. And so that's why I only focus on music because it's like, this feels good. The people that are coming to my stream are here to feel good, relax, find a little bit of peace in the shithole that we're in. And that's always going to be good enough for me. Yeah. And and by the way, you, know? you are contributing positively to your culture, yeah, your society. Yeah. And I, that's what to... I, I'm like. I'm building a community where we feel safe even mm-hmm. for a moment. Yeah. Because I'm, I mean, I'm not impervious to anything that's going on out there. I'm right. still. I'm still fucked up, you know? <laughs> I'm still I'm still being affected. Yeah. I'm still reacting to 
everything that's happening. And I can't run away from that, but I can come into myself with music and feel centered for a moment and peace and love and everything that is not out there. Yeah, It's like everything that I have inside of me is always going to be enough. And I never want to forget that because if I do forget that, then I'm, I'm putting too much weight on things outside of me. And I don't have any control over that. Yeah. I don't. And if something were to happen, then I'm going to feel disappointed or upset. And I was just like, I don't want to put any expectations on anyone or anything. I don't want to believe in anyone or anything. I just want to do what I do. And if people want to chill with that, then that's cool. If people don't, that's fine too. Hmm. But I'm just trying to exist without fucking going crazy. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm, literally I'm, just, I'm just trying not to go crazy, okay? I feel that so hard. Like, I feel that so hard to the point where now I take antidepressants. Uh, we got a question here from Living on the Mound. We're going to do these last two questions, and then we're going to do a quick game, and then we're going to let Liz go because she has not slept, and that has to be starting oh, to weigh true. on her. So, uh, I'm let's not get, really, about. Oh, okay, sweet. Well, I, I well, still got to stay up. I got friends coming over. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a friend coming over. Yeah, no, I'm not sleeping until, like, late later. <laughs> Sleep's not happening, bro. What? Sleep's not happening. <laughs> All right. Which... It's like I dream of it, but, you know, what? I'm pretty up. Like, I, I had my coffee. Hey, well, there you go. We, we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. When shit returns to normal, whatever that means, will yes. you take Twitch out streaming live at IRL? IRL yes. Yeah. That's why I got my little harp. Yeah. Yes. So so you do plan on doing IRL gigs that you'll be streaming? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I did my first one recently. I oh. had a gig in Venice, California at a, this place called... A, it's, one of my friends, he built a stage uh -huh. on wheels called the Music Box, and he just lugs it out to Venice. Oh, dope. And he has people perform in it, and there were so many people that are gathering around just listening to live music because live music was, you know, it's because of COVID, yeah. but it was outdoors. It was so cool, but the cops shut it down recently, <laughs> so he, he hasn't been able to do it. Dude. But it was fucking dope, and I had an IRL stream, my first one, like, a month ago. That's tight. Yeah. And, and it felt so fucking good. I bet. I like, I bet. Oh. And I was with my harp, too, yes. so it felt nice. Was so that... I'm really looking forward to when shit opens up, because I'm like, I have my harp now. Yeah. I can do harp gigs. <laughs> I got harp gigs. What's up? Harp gigs. Oh, I... That was that the first IRL gig that you've done since the pandemic, or have yeah. you done? Um, yeah, that's the first one. Where I, I mean, what's interesting is is how grateful people seem to be when live music is being played these days. Yeah. Like people, yeah, like, people really love it now. It's like, oh, they, thank they're, you. They're like, oh shit, I didn't realize. Yeah, you don't. You don't realize. It. You don't realize. Dude, I mean, and it's just like. Yeah. Entertainment is the only thing that has been keeping people afloat during right. the everybody's been watching shit. Everybody mm -hmm. everybody's been home watching shit, entertainment, right. the arts, right. things that, you know, allow you to vicariously live through other things with feelings and emotions cuz that would that's what, you know, movies and film and all this shit is. It's just like you're going through an emotional ride, you're getting attached to these characters, you're seeing yourself in these people, and that's just what art is. It's just again, it's that sense of expression, it's that sense of like I'm connecting to this so I'm feeling what's going on. You know, you're mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're allowing this thing to impact you. 
And that's what the arts is, you know? So I think that when, I think when shit starts opening back up and music starts coming up again, I think a lot of people are going to be going out to, to a lot more live gigs and people are going to really appreciate it because it's the one thing when shit is going down, entertainment is the one thing that's never going to go down. You know Mm. what I mean? Like even during the great depression, like shit, you know, like what I mean? Like the artists, like musicians were really playing music from the heart. And, um, and that's what's it about. Honestly, that's all it's about when it comes to art, just play from your heart, feel good about it. Everything, like as much as it hurts, try not to think about anything other than what you're doing. Cause that's a trap. Yeah, for sure. It's a trap. Cause then you start thinking is a trap. Protect your imagination. <laughs> protect your, protect imagination. your imagination. Damn, that's deep. That is deep, son. Uh, is Liz Vega your real name? Yeah, well, my my name is Elizabeth. Okay. So yeah, so Liz Liz has just been my my, you know, everybody's always called me Liz. So yeah, Liz Vega is my real name. That's tight. That's Liz, tight. not my real name, but it's my yeah, it's, it's my I go by that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it's a solid name. That's a fucking rock star as name. Yeah, that's my my dad. That's my dad's last name. Hey. He's just, I, t- I my I told my dad because my dad like oh because I have three sisters and a brother. Mm. So I, mean, I have a younger brother. So when my younger brother was born, he was like, oh yes, finally somebody to carry on the family name. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna carry on the family name. My kids are gonna be fucking. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. I love my last name. I'm not going to change my life. If I marry somebody, I'm not going to change my last name. My kids, I carry these babies. These babies are going to have my fucking last name. And so, yeah, I because I love my last name. I love yeah, it. It's a I'm solid like, why name. the fuck am I going to change it? Yeah. I, I bet you, the, and I bet you the person I end up with is going to have the wackaroni ass fucking last name. Wackaroni! I'm going to have your last name. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have to hype it or something, bitch, because I ain't dropping it. It's like, no. Stay it. It's stay. You're gonna, it. He's gonna want to marry me because he's like, I'm gonna get your that last name. name. Like, yes, for real though. Hold on, I got you. I got you, uh, mental. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like. I like my mom's last name better than my dad's last name because my dad has like this German like it sounds like you're puking every time you say it, but like my what mom, is it? my oh, mom's wait, you... no, I don't care, but my but it's Lawfer, 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 yeah, but it's uh, but like uh, my mom's last name is is Ramos, so it's much, which I know there's no yeah, role on so that R, but yeah, but Ramos is way tighter than blah blah whatever, that yeah, is. so Ramos. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's uh, doxing. Sorry, Ra- sorry. Raina hates it when I say that. <laughs> when I tell everybody my last real last name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's true. You were doc. You doxed yourself. I doxed myself, but it's not it's like fine. You people can't... here are good. We 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 brought in some good people. Ain't yeah, nobody in here gonna do anything vile. Even if they want. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, <laughs> Liz. Thank you so much. I uh, I really do appreciate you coming on the show and and being being you. Uh, I I just I, I love your vibe. I love your channel. I I love what you do. You just you have such a, a great energy and, and and you don't mind telling people to fuck off. <laughs> and that's what you I gotta. You have to have that. It's it's real that's shit. Something you, that has to happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> being nice all the time it's taxing because it's not real. Yeah. 
you can't be nice to everybody who's not nice to you. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can do it, but sometimes, you know, you got to let the ego play a little bit too. It's there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I had a little bit of an ego death, but it's still there. Yeah. You gotta let trying it play to make it bit. come back, trying to still protect me. And I let it sometimes. Yeah. No, I yeah. think I, I don't think that's, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and, and th- 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 it's interesting that you say it's like you can't be nice all the time to people who who um who are being rude to you. Like when you see streamers who are like really really nice all the time, do you do you do you think that some of that's an act or do you think that a lot of these streamers are that nice? I mean, I mean, I everybody's different. Right. Everybody I know that's hard to with even, that kind of. Everybody, yeah. I mean, I I just think I don't know. I, I just think that people are multifaceted. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, there's some channels, like, or just some, you know, you know, people out there that their personality is that niceness. Mm-hmm. And you never see them get angry. You never see them get mad. And that's just their image, their brand, you mm-hmm. know? Because people start branding themselves. Yeah. Because that is a repercussion of capitalism. So, like, now you're your product. You're supposed to sell yourself and your personality. <laughs> and you can't do this. And you can't do that. And it's just, like, so you're constantly always thinking about what you're doing mm-hmm. and how it's going to be perceived. Right. And I just, I just, I don't want to live like that anymore. Because I did used to live like that. And I think that being nice for me personally, not, again, you can be nice. And that's, again, that's a way for you. That's how you protect yourself. And that's completely fine. But for me, it's just like, I've always had that side to me. So it's just who I am. And I I don't want to hide it just because I'm trying not to ruin the vibe. It's like the vibe is always going to be the vibe. (laughs) And if it's going to be a little bad, then it's going to be a little bad. And that's just what it is. You're on my channel, son. What you want? I I feel you. I love that. I love that. Yeah, because it's just, it moves, you know, everything moves and you know those there's sometimes those dips and i accept them and i try not to feel embarrassed or ashamed of them anymore yeah yeah fuck all that liz when uh how can people get a hold of you Uh, what do you got coming up next and uh when do you stream next that that's a large question i mean i'll probably be streaming tomorrow tomorrow night because i i haven't i haven't um you know i haven't I haven't slept so and then I, I have my James just got here too so I have people coming over today mm-hmm. and we're gonna hang out and make music and record some stuff for the stream so you know it's I'll stream when I stream <laughs> <laughs> I let you guys know on Instagram and Twitter I don't have a schedule as you guys know um, but I always let you guys know on Instagram and Twitter when I go live so if you want to know what I'm doing go to my Instagram because not even I don't even know what I'm doing right and that's fine with me <laughs> and that's fine with me. That's fine with me. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Liz Vega. I really appreciate you coming on the show and hanging out and and talking your truths. And that's what I love about Liz is like I just feel like that's all she can do is talk her truths. And and that's what I appreciate that. I appreciate that shit. Go to LizVegaMusic.com and get yourself some Liz Vega. You can also find her on all the social media platforms. I have all the links in the show notes. So please go and click through and support Liz Vega. And uh, I mean, she's just incredible. An amazing human being. An amazing, uh, just an incredibly amazing um, a talent. 
and uh, personality. Uh, yeah, LizVegaMusic.com. Go get yourself some. Okay, guys, so I'm on vacation right now. I don't know what's going on, but, um, you know, we got an Airbnb. Uh, it's kind of in the hood. I'm not too happy about that, but uh, my wife insists that it, this is clean because they, they insisted that it was a clean place. So we're, we're clean. So we're in the hood in an Airbnb, but it's clean. Yay. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not. I'm not too upset about that. It's just. It's just. Why in the hood? Why can't we just stay by the beach? It's just. I like the beach. Anyways, we're in San Diego. It. It's. It, it's fun to vacation in San Diego, but I lived there for years and years, so it's not like it's exploring new territory. It's just going and seeing family and friends, which I'm very happy about. But uh, let's see what else. We we got a rental car. Uh, we're gonna go see the cheetah run. At the San Diego Safari Park. Um, uh, what else? Have I complained? No. You want to know why I haven't complained? Because I've been really high. Because weed is legal in fucking California. And you get to go to the store and buy your own weed like a fucking adult. Or have it delivered like a fucking pizza. Okay? Hot and ready, bitches. Just order that weed right to your front door. I'm so happy about that. Um, I miss California for for that reason, not alone, but that is a huge reason I miss California. The food, the weed, the culture is okay. <laughs> I like the you know what I like the culture there more than I like the culture in Ohio. Not that Ohio, I mean like I, I've definitely am finding um, some uh, some things I like about the culture here in Ohio. Um, but I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting lazy. I'm just getting soft and, and fat. It's just, it, it, I'm not liking it. it like, I, 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 soon I'm going to be voting for Republicans and shit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to vote Republican. Uh, but still, you get what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like I'm just, it's some something shifting here. You know, especially I'm taking these stupid brain pills and, ugh. Anyways. There's a little update. I, I can't give you a real life update because I'm, I recorded this weeks before I went on vacation. Not weeks, but like a week before I went on vacation. So, um, yeah. So that that's the update. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that update. That was that was quite an update. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna go because I have three or four more of these to record. So I, I guess I shouldn't be spending too much time on all of them. Since I got a lot to do. Nothing against you guys. You know I love you. It's just I gotta I gotta move on. I gotta do other things. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember, go show some support at the Threadless Store. We speak English.threadless.com. Go get yourself some merch, a t-shirt, put that shit on your back. Make yourself look pretty. Um that's it. Alright, guys, be good to your fellow human beings. H Chase for everybody. I'll see you next time.